0: It's
1: showtime, folks! Hola, this is Shelly Martinez. This is former WWE superstar Luke Gallows. Here's your boy, Shaq body This is the Wolf Warrior Low Key. <laughs> this is Charlie Sulton of Ring of Honor. This is Christopher Daniels, and the gospel according to the fallen angel says that you are listening to the SNS Radio Network. Hey, yo. Say hello to the bad guy. Scott Hall. Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash Kevin Nash on the SNS Radio Network. Hey, what's up? It's the OGB 130 Bit Brown! Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion, and you're listening to SNS Radio Network. Let's play some Sucker! Hi, gang. This is Mean Gene Okerlund from the WWE. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA, and you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. The world is listening. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want. to. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes.
0: are now jacked in to the virtual matrix please stand by for all the latest in professional wrestling video gaming movies and entertainment with chris kelly of headlocks to headlines.com and the latest in video gaming with the sensational sequel what yes he's back and here is your host The force is strong with you. Henceforth, you shall be known as
1: Mr.
0: Money on the mic. JJ Sexy. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. You got the touch. You got the power.
2: Yes, it is. It is. I, the force is, uh, the force is strong, uh, with, uh, with this one, uh, not quite, uh, strong for, uh, one, Mr. JJ Sexe. good evening, my friends, pro wrestling fans and conspiracy theorists, Holly cross the seven continents. Yes, it is. I pro wrestling's truth detector, the Rush Limbaugh professional wrestling, the power Andy Knowles here on unplugged on the SNS radio network sitting in tonight for the uh the convalescing one Mr. JJ All Cap sexay, and uh it is uh, it is an honor it is an honor to sit in the in the unplugged the Attila the Hun chair the unplugged chair here from uh beautiful upstate new york a fantastic day today 75 degrees and sunny and uh, on the Newsmaker line, of course, powered as always by Headlocks to Headlines, we have the one, the only, you love him, you hate him, you know he can't live without him, one, Mr. krelly uh, himself, Mr. Chris Kelly. Good evening, Mr. Kelly. Good afternoon, Andy. How are you doing today? I am doing super fantastic and getting better. How are you, sir?
3: You know, uh, I've had a great day. Um, I Earlier, I, I got an email from one TNA Wrestling. And Did you really? You, you haven't burned your bridges entirely over there? No, I was, I was quite quite uh, surprised. I got an email from their public from their public uh, relations team, and that here in England they are hosting a party in two weeks' time, and they want me, and they want me to be there. To, uh, and they said that I have the potential to uh, p- probably interview JB live at the party. So, unless
2: unless the words come out of your mouth, Mickey James, I am not at all interested. Well, here's the thing:
3: because they've got they're, they're going to have one yet to be named surprise there. And I was told that it would be a knockout. And what, and what they usually do, they also have people on Skype that they call. So there's a good chance, because Nick James is a um, knockout champion, that she might be Skyped in and be uh, there via
2: Skype. I sincerely doubt it. You'll get Katie Lee Birchell or something like that. Uh, be that as it may, this is Unplugged. It is your Friday night wrestling radio experience. We've got a lot to talk about this evening. And uh, make sure you're here. It's a tag team extravaganza tonight, Chris. Uh, you've, you 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 can't miss this one, ladies and gentlemen. Call your friends, call your enemies, call them the dog and the cat. Uh, we are tag teaming tonight on the program. You would normally catch me exclusively on uh on Wednesday nights here, ten thirty Eastern, on my show, the Pro Wrestling Rewind. Uh, from here, upstate New York and uh, beyond, of course, with uh, my uh, co-host, the King of All, the Mike uh, Siciliano, and uh, uh, a great honor for me to be uh, here hosting unplugged tonight a lot of smackdown we have to talk about i'll be very honest with you this was the first time that i actually got to sit down when i got the call today when i you know when you when you're a professional wrestler and you're working in the indies and you get that call chris and you get to the big show and the first thing i what's the first thing you have to do when you get called up to the big show you have to go and you have to learn you have to know your product so the first thing I did tonight, what did I do? I had to sit down and, and I watched SmackDown. And tonight was actually not a bad night to watch SmackDown. Christian, I'm going to tell you something about this man. I have uh, my, it, honestly, my respect level for Christian. I apologize. I, I will try to get to the rest of this clip. But Christian comes out and and basically says, hey, I know what Teddy Long had to do. Last week, I understand it. I'm a man. I'm not some whiny little girl like Michael Cole. I I, I know I had to defend the world championship and I lost it. W- what does that tell you about the character of this man?
3: Well, I'm thinking that he's that he's putting in the mindset of you know what well, I've been doing this for 17 years. I'm lucky to win the belt, and I lost it to a guy that is better than me. And he knows that he that he has a rematch clause. So instead of bitching and whining like a heel, why not why not just take it like a man? And look forward to, to over the limit.
2: The um the, the big thing about SmackDown tonight though, Chris, that that was annoying. Uh was the fact that we didn't get into a match until the twenty minute mark. The first match, of course, we had Brian Danielson versus Rey Mysterio the second, which was a, a fantastic match. I'll get into that momentarily. But the the um the Michael Cole uh the Michael Cole crack smack comment of the night occurred at the eighteen minute Mark of the show. Do you remember, do you happen to uh, remember what he had said at the eighteen minute mark? I. Actually, I'm putting you, I'm putting you here. I'm putting you here on the uh, on the spot right now because I want to see if you watch the program.
3: I watch the program because here in England it aired actually six hours before America. So I've got a detailed write out right now of the show, but I don't have the detailed write out of the script. What did he say at the at the, the minutes? So mark? you
2: did okay. So you're you're basically saying that you didn't. You're 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 just tra- you're, you're trying. You're 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 trying to kind of make a comeback
3: here. Is what you're trying to do? Oh well, no. As a wrestling fan, I, okay, I'm a wrestling fan. I'm not a wrestling analyst. I'm not a wrestling journalist. Okay, so I looked at the wrestling, not the other aspects of the media of the show. Do so I know?
2: Do I, I, do I dare play it and have the echo?
3: No, just say what, what was said. <laughs>
2: Well, I you know the, the, you want to you do you want to know the absolute truth, ladies and gentlemen? I didn't write it down because I was going to play the audio clip. But I've got a damn echo going on through the system, and now I can't play the clip. Actually, it was um it actually had to do with Brian down. You know, it, Michael Cole th- th- my point of this is this, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Cole couldn't go 18 minutes without being an ass tonight. 18 minutes. Was the time it took him before he had to start razzing on Brian Danielson. Have we not had enough of this? Chris, have we yeah. not? Have, has the wrestling community? I'd be curious. The wrestling fans across the pond. Ha, are they not sick of this? They made a mockery yeah. of the queen. I'm surprised that the queen, they don't get some, they don't get some special forces, get some British special forces. These guys eat bugs for breakfast. Get some of them to go after Michael Cole. They could drop some of them into the coal mine.
3: I think that would be a waste of government funds to eradicate Michael Cole from the surface of the Earth. But yes, I do agree. His hate for Daniel Bryan has been going on since NXT Season 1. And it's getting to a point where he's now on every single ruddy show that they have. And the thing is, the thing with Cole is, on SmackDown, he flip-flops between being a face and being a heel. On SmackDown, he he hates on Daniel Bryan, yet the next minute he's a face. It makes no sense but you know what the bit like you bring up Sting Caras uh, Brian Nathan that was a fantastic oh, fan. that was a, that was a clinic my 7 year
2: old sat with me and watched that match and I said to my son I said do you want to see some real wrestling I said you watch these two and you know it this was a Brian Danielson clinic this match was Brian Danielson's match, one of the best showings I've seen, and I'm really glad. This is the great thing about SmackDown is you get to see matches like this, and I'm actually watching it on the uh, insanely expensive uh, PowerTron 5000 right now. That's uh, there, there's a, there's a little plug in there for those uh, who, who who've been listening to uh, my show and another show long enough uh, on the network. But um, uh, a great uh, a great comeback by Rey Mysterio II. Uh, late in the match, uh, this thing with Chavo Guerrero, uh, I find this uh, interesting. And the, the the finishing maneuver to end the match, this superplex type of maneuver, which it, it wasn't a conventional. What, what, what is what? What's the name? It's it's a superplex type of maneuver, but it's not a traditional superplex because of the flips. It's a C four. It, it, it's done a C four. That's what it's called. Um, it, yes. just yes. amazing. I mean, my my seven year old was marking out like a seven year old.
3: Yeah, I mean yeah. that that does take fantastic time and skill. Like, say if one guy overflips, that could be dangerous. But Sincara and Daniel had that not like, like they had that nailed down. The Spanish they, Fly, they, it's called. I'm being told. I'm being told in the chat room. It's called the Spanish Fly. Uh, well, the, the C4 was the name of it um, when they gave it to Paul Burchill. Uh, so well, of course, well, I, it, I, it, it it was a tr- it was a tremendous move. I, I absolutely
2: loved it. We get a Trace Atkins cameo after that, and then Layla. Who uh, apparently had her uh, makeup done by the same uh, person? H- do you remember a woman by the name of uh, Faye Baker? Mm-hmm. Was the was the famous uh, was the famous wife wife of a televangelist? Right. Emmy right. Faye Baker, remember her? Yes, you do remember.
3: Yes, I mean if I oh. just Google, you're
2: you're a lot older than I thought you were.
3: Well, no, it's called Google, and I can type extremely fast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Layla comes out here. And cuts uh, tries to cut a promo with the absolute uh, the the makeup lady I uh, the, the, the took went to the Helen Keller School of Makeup and uh, and she God bless Layla she tries she tries God bless her she tries but she can't, she still can't talk on the mic
3: she still can't, buy can't her. talk I I cannot buy her at a hill no 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 no, no sorry, as a face sorry. she really I you, can. not I can't. I I see her much more as a hill just because she's British. You know the Americans hate the British, and she to, to me, in my opinion, she just seems much better hill. But that's just my opinion. Cole coming in, interrupting uh, Layla.
2: Di- well, disrespect. It's what we've come to expect from Michael Cole being an ass and uh, going in interrupting uh, Layla. I was glad to see Layla stick up for herself. But in in uh, now I'm going to say something here that that you're all going to be very surprised about to to cole's benefit he actually saved the segment because layla was going down in flames at that point she couldn't keep she couldn't keep the crowd as much as i hated the fact that michael cole came in and interrupted the segment he actually saved the segment and 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 this was the 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 crack smack runner up the crack smack comment of the night runner up when uh when he said When Michael Cole, Michael Cole said that divas shouldn't be in the WWE and whose music rings out but awesome Kong. Now, ladies and gentlemen, okay, ladies and gentlemen, did you or did you not see the expression on Michael Cole's face when he soiled himself? It was at that point on SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen, when he went back into his little cubicle, his little glass case of emotion, when he got on his iPad and, and, and texted somebody in the back to say, please bring me a clean pair of shorts, because I'm telling you. Awesome. I would have loved to have seen Awesome Kong do exactly what she did to Bubba the Love Sponge, but had done it to Michael Cole. And it's I, honestly, I'm surprised Kong didn't break the glass.
3: That would have yeah, been useless. I, th- I, th- I think we all the trash talking that Cole's done towards the Divas, I think we will see Awesome Kong win the title and then go smash that glass little heart that Cole calls home and then deliver an implant buster. Or for Cole, it might be any. Foucault it would be a no, a, a personality buster. It and wouldn't. It, it
2: wouldn't be an implant. Per- oh, by the way, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, th- an exclusive here. Uh, uh, Chris, you'll be very interested in this. An exclusive here on Unplugged. Um, uh, before the, when it was announced, ladies and gentlemen, when word had gotten out that I was going to be hosting the program this evening, I, uh, I received a phone call from Nancy Cantor, who's the chancellor and president of Syracuse University, which is, uh, literally, it is a two and a half hour drive from, uh, where I am located here in upstate New York. And, uh, she wanted me to pass a message on, uh, to Michael Cole. Uh, she wanted me to say, uh, to let Michael Cole know that they found his man card. Okay, they found his man card, but uh, uh, Nancy Cantor said not to bother because uh, th- there, there's no sense in returning it because they're officially revoking it anyway. All no, right? I'm
3: pretty but, sure but, Autumn Kong ate it.
2: No, but that's uh, why- that is possible. But considering, honestly, considering how liberal the University of Syracuse is, I'm not at all surprised Michael Cole went there. And and for him to say that he was a cheerleader, I can believe that wholeheartedly. Ladies and gentlemen, that explains that explains so much it's like you know when you finally find out it's like when you find out like your best friend that you've known for years and he acts kind of weird you find out he's a virgin you're like oh man that just explains so much it's the same thing here he 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 went to syracuse university which is a great institution i'm not going to knock it okay syracuse university is, is is a fabulous place of learning if you're into the liberal arts but for Nancy Cantor to come out and say, hey, Cole, we found your man card and you ain't getting it back.
3: What does that tell you? You know, they could bring back the one man version of the spirit squad and have Cole run around the ring in in the little free skirt cheering on the Miz. Just an idea. we? <laughs> oh,
2: man. You know what? And Michael Cole, my, the, and I will say this. God bless Booker T. Booker, Key, Booker T. is trying to keep this a wrestling program. Uh, there was a reason to be upset for the fact that the core was around ringside, he, and he brings up the fact that managers should have licenses. And here's Michael Cole once again being an ass. Okay, being a complete ass. What, he, not, what is it? What is this? Well, actually, that 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 voice is a little bit too deep for Michael Cole. What is this? Is it, this is 1985? It do we do it do you know that is a 1985 we, we don't need we don't need licenses we can just have we can just have anybody come down to the ring that we want
3: well no does, wonder, but,
1: uh, he, go,
2: he went to Syracuse University for liberal arts this makes so much sense ladies and gentlemen it makes so much sense your do thoughts
3: you think, do you think they're having Cole mock the whole manager thing because if you read all the reports they're looking at bringing back the hill managers. And Cole, as much as we hate him, would be a great manager because the fans hate him. So possibly this could be him transitioning out of being an announcer to being a manager.
2: You know the funny thing about Michael Cole, and I know we've gone a little long on this segment. We're getting close to the top of the hour here. And ladies and gentlemen, you want to stick around for this because at the top of the hour, we have a treat for you. One half of the current Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, Charlie Haas, is going to join us. Uh, and man, does he have an opportunity of a lifetime tomorrow night? So you want to stick around for that? But Chris, get this: the WWE during SmackDown, okay, on SmackDown tonight, the WWE. and I don't know if they this was they introduced it, but this is the first I had seen of it. They so they they have a brand new anti-bullying campaign. Does the WWE call be a star? And I saw that, and I'm like, yes, I'm like that is. You know, how many, how many children are watching this program? Imagine what kind of benefit, all right, what kind of benefit that this could be for all the young people out there. And what does Michael Cole do? He goes on, na- he goes on national television and embarrasses a child and tells an overweight child to put a bag on his head. And this is the man that's the voice of the WWE, ladies and gentlemen? How in the hell can you have an anti-bullying campaign? This rant brought to you by the Pro Wrestling Rewind. How the hell can you have an anti-bullying program, have the voice of your product, tell a fat kid in the audience, put a bag back on his head?
3: Well, that's kind of like TNA having that whole eliminate the hate thing, and then having Bully Ray on this uh, week. You're spin damn cycle. right! You're damn right! It's called hypocrisy. I apologize, Chris. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah, like Bully Ray on this week's spin cycle had like a 20-minute tirade to Quad and everything you said was racist, and TNA have this this whole eliminate eliminate the hate thing, and that got my nerves because you. The, the I, the it's, the, it's
2: the it's the hypocrisy that's on my nerves. This is this, this is and and getting back and I apologize, Chris, because I I, wanna, I apologize. I want to move this along here, but we get two thirds of the man love triad, DiBiase and Rhodes going at it. Cody wins by a pinfall. And 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 kudos to Josh Matthews trying to keep the call of the match on track. But here's Michael Cole right after – was it before or after? I apologize. I think it was after this anti-bullying campaign comes out, telling a fat kid to go and put a bag on the back of his head. This guy just doesn't get it. And for a journalist, for a respect one time a respective journalist embedded with the troops, worked for CBS, done all these great things for him. I'm telling you, this – I, I've I keep saying I've lost respect for this man, but every time, every time, ladies and gentlemen, that just when I think he can't sink any lower, he does. I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead.
3: No, look, look at it. I think we I think we see Cole transition from being an answer to being a heel manager, like from the mid because because we, because after or, or no, sorry, mid or or sorry, because we cannot have him on both shows. If Jay, uh, if Jerry kicks beats him up at Over the Limit, you cannot have him bounce on both shows. That would make no sense. No, but I totally agree. You've up Rhodes and Teddy Biazi. That was a great match. I mean, I'm not oh. quite sure. I'm not quite sure what Teddy Biazi has done wrong, but that guy could be a top, be a top babyface. And yet again, he he is dubbed out. But
2: I want, I want to, I want to. Um, uh, we had somebody in the chat room. Uh, Ashley, in the chat room said during the eliminate the hate uh, uh, campaign, uh, D'Angelo De Niro did a preacher gimmick with a fake blind guy, crippling a fat chick. That was part of the storyline. The child was not part. Of a storyline, he was in the crowd. Okay, these guys were already picked ahead of time to be part of the storyline. There's a big deal between that and going and embarrassing a child on national television, who's going to have to live that down when he goes and sees his friends the next day at school and said, "Hey, Michael Cole called you a fat kid and told you to put the bag back on your head."
3: But on the other hand, if for example, uh, we had Billy Gunn on Wrestling News Live, and he made sure to go out and. Make one comment to every uh, to, to make a comment to, was to someone in in the crowd, so that so that they went home and went, oh yeah, I got trash talked by Billy Gunn. So what what's no. This guy went home and goes, oh yeah, I I, I got trash talked by Michael Cole. If I were the parent, I'd sue. Nah,
2: that if, par- if I I'm telling you, everybody, sue crazy man. The Bronx the Bronx said it right. I hope the kid was a plant. If it had been my kid. If it had been my autistic son that Michael Cole had been making fun of and I found out about it, I'd be suing the WWE for defamation. And there wouldn't be enough money that Vince McMahon could put in front of me to shut me up. I guarantee you. Now, I
3: think that's getting a bit too over the top. I mean, would you go and sue a, sue a, film, a film company if you found something upsetting in that? No, you'll just take it. Wrestling, Wrestling is just a, glor- a glorified live film. Oh, of course,
2: it's, it's, it's as choreographed as a five-year-old ballet. I think the point of question here is, and and I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but the the point of question here is that you can't go and have the voice of your company degrade a child on national on global television, whilst at the same time promoting an anti-bullying campaign. It'd be no, it'd be the same thing. It, it goes along the same lines of the same thing with with Cole using. A a, 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 homophobic slur on his Twitter to Josh Matthews. It's the the, the two are the two are incompatible.
4: Right, I'm, not but... saying, I'm not
2: saying you can't. I'm not saying that. And and we we were talking to the, uh, about this with Little Egypt on Wednesday, when Shoutcast was working and wasn't cutting out. Neither was Skype every two minutes. But it was you know it's one thing to be part of the storyline. It's another thing to 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 invoke the hate. We got kids with guns going out. Popping caps in each other's rear ends. Is that, is that what they say? Popping caps? Is it popping caps in the, I, I, I don't know. My, I, I'm, I'm like way out of touch. But anyway, uh, be that as it may. Um, you know, the, the, the kids are, are so, so susceptible to suggestion now. And, and to see, what are they supposed to say? What are they supposed to do? But anyway, I digress. I want to keep on going here real quick. Um, um, we had, uh, what do we have? We had the core. This was interesting. We had the Intercontinental Champion versus one half of the WWE Tag Team Champions. Uh, Kane gets the win by DQ after the core runs in. No big deal there. It's Ezekiel Jackson, who's sick of being the core's bitch, apparently, uh, coming out. Anybody else besides me notice that Wade's Barrett Intercontinental title belt does not have a nameplate?
3: Yes, maybe that's a subtle hint because they are having a match at Over the Limit. And Big Zeke, in my opinion, he had a big potential to be a big star. And it wouldn't surprise me to see him go over at the pay-per-view. I, I'd love to see
2: that. I really I really would love to see that. I, not that I'd I think Wade Barrett's doing well for the Intercontinental title. But uh, I, uh, why not give, give Ezekiel a shot? Come on. This is the age of the new. This is what well, is the new age, man. The future is now. Come on. Let's go for it. Oh, the damn, this is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the damn, this is obvious line of the night. Are you ready for it, Chris? Shoot. The damn, this is obvious line of the night. Referee Scott Armstrong during the beatdown from the Corin Kane. This is not a match. That was the yeah. damn. This is obvious line of the night, right here on Unplugged. Um. <laughs> the uh, the third uh, Michael Cole crack smack comment runner up was uh, the uh, Jim Ross on Slim Fast. Uh, line referring to uh, the Punjabi Cowboy, uh, the great Kali. And uh, this other thing too, this Ginder Mahal. I like where this is going. I, you want to talk about somebody that's going to put some fire back into Kali? This is the man to do it.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's quite obvious that they're, they're probably going to get rid of uh, his, his manager and just have him be the manager of Kali because when you see guys like eight foot tall, you don't expect him to be going around in a cowboy hat. You expect him to be going to kick it back side. And the Hill would be fantastic, in my opinion. Absolutely. Think, Absolutely. We'll
2: see. Uh, what else we have? Oh, yes, we had a main event tonight. Former World Tag Team Champion, the man who got screwed over worse than Bret Hart, Christian, and the current world champion, Randy Orton. God, I've held the belt so many times I could care less. Versus the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and uh, Ireland's own, your boy, Chris. Your boy, the human jar of mayonnaise with a cherry on top, Sheamus. Um, a, a solid match, uh, and nothing, nothing to go right home, to, uh, nothing to go right home about, um, uh, d- man, that was a nasty Irish curse that Seamus put on late, that backbreaker, uh, even though it was a little botched, that was, that was still pretty nasty.
3: What did you, know, you think? Well, what, 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 I, what I never understood about Seamus, his finisher, when he debuted, was that backbreaker, and now was just a spot, I mean, that, that there is, like, if he like if he did it today that would break mine and yours back and oh, hell I've, yeah. heard that, I've heard that i that moving uh, compared to the Irish the Irish class where it's called but yeah Seamus is doing great i could i could see him easily become world champion very soon because because people hate him and he is a quite good wrestler so and, I, I, he has improved i i'm actually
2: i'm quite disappointed that he is no longer Uh, He's no longer the U.S. champion. I I felt that that title reign could have gone a little bit longer, and they could have done significantly more with it. it. Uh, Decent teamwork on the part of uh, uh, Christian Randy Orton. Um, A blind tag at the end. Christian wins it for his team. Uh, Less than nine nights away uh, at Over the Limit. you got great sportsmanship. You don't see it a lot. Great sportsmanship ending the match. Um, Really, if you'd have gotten rid of Michael Cole, this would not have been... This would not have been a bad SmackDown had Michael Cole not been commenting it. Or commentating well, like, it,
3: excuse like, me. This whole week of wrestling has been good. I mean, Raw was good. I've, I actually want, I watched Impact yesterday, and that show was fantastic. I mean, I know we're getting to that, uh, later on, but that show, for want, was wrestling heavy. And tonight's show was great. I mean, we got a pay-per-view quality match between Sin and Daniel Bryan for, on free TV. And so of course, it is a wrestling show, and I look forward to seeing how things evolve. I'm pretty sure we'll see Orton uh, retain at Over the Limit, and I I think we, we we will see Christian Turnhill because of course his peeps were the ones that chose that Orton faced him last week for for the WWE title.
2: We are uh, waiting uh, with bated breath here, ladies and gentlemen. Momentarily, we will be joined by one half of the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions. One, uh, uh, one Mr. Charlie Haas. And, uh, if you have any questions for Mr. Haas, by all means, the way to get them to us, you can always, of course, uh, type them here on this, uh, wonderful little uh, chat box that you have access to at SundayNightShowdown.com. Uh, you can head on over to Facebook, uh, um, where else can we, you could also go to Skype by all means, if you, uh, if you want to go ahead and, uh, and, and message, actually, I apologize. No, please don't message them into Skype. Uh, why don't you go ahead, send them through to the, uh, to the, uh, is it, to, you know what, all this, all this time I've been on the network and I've never asked JJ and, uh, I will ask who. Uh, this is very unusual for JJ to be in this position on his own program here on unplugged that uh, he would be uh, producing the program. He is uh, acting as he would on my program, the Pro Wrestling we- uh, Rewind, which is on uh, every Wednesday night here on the network, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. He is the uh, acting as the Mr. Skipper uh, Pro uh, Pro Tem official program observer. Uh, is there an official uh, um, email for uh, for SNS?
3: It's unpluggedjj at yahoo.ca. Okay, That's- say that again. Unplugged JJ at yahoo.CA
2: Okay, and one more time.
3: Okay, Unplugged JJ at Yahoo, uh yeah, Unplugged JJ at yahoo.ca. So It's always
2: good it's always good to repeat it at least three times. You need to repeat yeah. something in radio you need to repeat something three times for it to facilitate for it to gravitate in the mind of the listener. So uh, any moment now we will be I'm sorry Chris, go ahead. I didn't mean Yeah, uh, I was
3: going to say while we wait for our guest uh, I actually have some news about your favorite knockout. Oh, by all means,
2: please. By all means, uh, please, uh, regale us with uh, the the tale that is, uh, one, the current uh, and, by all means, most relevant knockout champion, uh, one uh, Mrs. Mickey James. Go ahead.
3: Well, um, over in Mexico, of course, they have uh, AAA, and they have their big pay-per-view coming up in a few weeks. And the owner of the company asked on Twitter, which current female talent would they like to see come over from America to Mexico to wrestle on the show? And the winner, hands down, was Mickey James. Out, so she- flipping, standing. So she's heading to Mexico to appear at the biggest career tri- uh, tri- event of the year. And you know what, Mickey James is slowly growing on me. I mean, I would not oh, a fan oh, 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 of- wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Ladies and gentlemen,
2: spot the tape. Spot the tape. Forty-eight. 48- no, excuse me. Thirty-eight minutes into the program, ladies and gentlemen, here on Unplugged on the SNS Radio Network, Chris Kelly said the following. By all means, go
1: ahead.
3: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a fan of her in her latter days within WWE. I I enjoyed her feud with Trish Stratus and when she and when she was talking chick, but after that, she kind of died out. But her current run within TNA, in my opinion, has respot my interest and she is now slowly. Cr- from that ladder of women, wrestl- of women wrestlers, who one day could possibly be in the Hall of Fame, because she has done that much. Who, yep. Will Will was put her in the Hall of Fame? God knows, but you know what? There's it, it, hope because she is slowly earning her stripes within the WWE. And she's PNA missing and one re- thing
2: though. Now's the time to turn her heel. She. This is the time. Now is the time to turn her heel. They, well, they, they, they've gone as far as they can go with her. I really. I miss my psychotic Mickey. I want my psychotic Mickey back.
3: Well, of course I don't know. they have the pay per view this, uh, this Sunday, where if Mickey James beats, um, what's my caller uh, beats uh, fucking Mazin Rain, she frees Tara. So how about Mickey James just turns heel and like gets dequeued so that uh, Victoria is still the servant of Madamaine? because right now TNA don't really have many heel divas so knockouts they have winter they have they have winter they have love
2: you know this I, i'm i'm well we have a couple of minutes here um this is this match coming up with Mickey James and Maddie Rain you would think this would be a slam dunk Mickey retains the championship uh she wins. Victoria is, is free to go off and be a happy little knockout and uh in in all's well with the world. I am I am sensing something here. I I'm sensing something with this, and I I just can't put my finger on it at this point. I just just something on this match. This this lady ladies and gentlemen, this is just too perfect a setup. This is just way too perfect a setup to have a rematch and to just say okay Victoria what what, what let me ask you this ladies and gentlemen wh- what is it that this woman Maddie Rain has on Victoria that has Victoria running around like a lap dog when we know that Victoria could go and 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 uh, and we're just getting news ladies and gentlemen that uh, unfortunately Shelton Benjamin Uh, will not uh, make it on the program, and uh, that is really – that is really or Shelton Benjamin, I'm sorry.
3: Andy, that's – no, that was in the past.
2: Oh, what am I doing? I'm sorry. See what happens when you get a concussion, ladies and gentlemen. I was about to say I thought Charlie Haas canceled. Are you guys kidding? I was looking at that. I'm like, wait a second. We have breaking news here on Unplugged.
3: Uh, No, we'll go away.
2: Go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, I, 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 I was gonna say just 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 ignore the chat room. Yeah, we're I'm gonna ignore the waiting. chat
2: room because here I was, I was like, you know, my heart was pounding, going blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh right, we got we got breaking, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news here on Unplugged on the SNS Radio Network. I was ready to like, I, I was ready to go in with my with my deep manly news voice.
3: Well, you know what? It, we don't need <laughs> a guest. We don't we, we don't really need a guest to have a good show. I mean, it was just a promotional spot to see if they wanted to promote uh... their upcoming pay but i'll
2: give i'll tell you what i'll give him five more minutes and if he doesn't show up i will ask chris the questions that i was going to ask because the the pro- the professional broadcast journalist that uh, that that i am i had prepared a list of questions for uh one half the ring of honor world tag team champions and uh of course uh, the ironic thing about this whole situation is that uh, uh to to book this was great of course we we generally don't do interviews on the rewind we've done uh, we've done a few uh interviews uh uh, as of late um but uh you either have to be somebody who adds something unique to the program or you have to be a champion so this would have been a perfect fit for our program but um i had a whole list of questions prepared for one half of the uh, world's greatest tag team so uh, i don't know maybe he's in a place with bad cell service uh maybe he's in a bar i don't know he does have um, how many? Ch- he's married to Jackie Gata. How many? How many uh, children does he have now? Three, I think. He has three. God bless that man. God bless him. That's a real nice. man right there. Real man has multiple children. Real man has multiple children right there.
3: Well, I'm I'm trying to reach out to one of them and I'm, I'm I'm trying to get an answer, but. It all right, good,
2: you, but, you, but, you you by all means you reach go reach out and touch someone, not literally. Wow, Andy! Wow, Andy! No, not uh, not uh, literally. I don't want you getting arrested.
3: You getting arrested right now would be bad. Okay, you talk you talk to yourself for like two minutes. I'm gonna quickly send an email. Back.
2: Oh my God, I'm gonna I have to, oh my goodness, I have to talk to two minutes by myself. What is what is a man who has been in radio for the better part of ten years to talk about for two minutes all by his lonesome? I know what I can talk about. The relevancy of Tough Enough in the chat room, the question I am going to pose to the unplugged audience right now, this very moment in time, are you or are you not watching Tough Enough, and do you or do you not care? I've uh, I've watched maybe half of Tough Enough, and what I've seen I've liked, but there is nothing, there's, there's I don't know, I, I can't get drawn into this. Why can't I get... I can't get drawn into this. Why? Why can't I, I get think,
3: drawn into this? Cause I could uh, like I try and watch I try and watch everything I can in terms of wrestling, and I've had no interest to watch now. I mean, it's just not, it's just something that to me that's not appealing. I mean, it, if it was live on Raw every single week, I would care, but just because it's pre taped before Raw, I, just, I, I don't care. Plus. You, you can probably go on go on the internet and find out spoilers, but it's just something that I don't care about. I think I think our feelings towards programs where we see the development of uh, talent has been harmed by NXT. I think NXT has harmed us towards to a point where we don't really care about seeing wrestlers now evolve off like on screen. We just want to see them as big stars. I think they need to kill they they need to kill NXT because NXT has come to a point with a joke and there's just so much programming right now that is Nova an kill. And NXT and <laughs> Tempanov do the same thing. I
2: wholeheartedly agree. There's just too much going on in the WWE right now. And uh for the WWE to come out and with, with that memo that says, you know, we uh we're we're not wrestling anymore. We're not referring to ourselves as uh, as a wrestling company. Uh you know, don't refer to our people as 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 wrestlers um. It, it, yeah. Okay, Vince. What are they doing in the ring? I you know it's what his paintings. smart his yeah they're 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 competing. Okay. Well, what what is that thing that he's doing to the other guy? Okay. You could you could break it. You could break it down, and eventually you could get Mo Mar McMahon to admit what it is. It's just gonna take it. It's it's just gonna take a little bit to get you there.
3: You know what I mean? Well, like, This is why I think it's smart for TNA to become now Impact Wrestling. Yes, it might be a pot at the WWE, but you, I, JJ, everyone in the chat room, at core, are fans of wrestling. If you and I wanted to go watch entertainment, we would go buy a DVD of Netflix. But we, we want wrestling. And I honestly do think that TNA will now become a better product because they will um, now be wrestling heavy.
2: I think uh, I think
3: you're absolutely right, and um, I know that um,
2: the uh, the acting uh, the owner of the uh, of the network and uh, acting producer tonight, um, um, Mr. Skipper Dupro, Tem, official program observer, observer, observer Mr. JJ Alcapsexe, would would disagree because uh, he's he's not too keen on the product, and and I respect that. There are people that just don't like TNA, and 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 that's uh and and that's fine um i'm not going to uh I, i'm not going to um you know make a big deal of it um but you know be that as it may uh i watched uh, i watched impact this past week and and i enjoyed it and i think one of the reasons why i enjoyed it is because michael cole wasn't on it and i was actually able to sit down and, and get some decent commentating um look it's becoming uh painfully apparent that one half of the world's greatest tag team apparently um uh something has happened and uh we'll, we'll have to get back and and find out uh and find out what uh what happened uh i this is like the second time the network has apparently tried to uh to book him and uh he has no showed uh on the program so uh chris uh i believe i believe it is time if i check the watch on my wall as we are 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock eastern here on uh here in upstate New York and uh for you, uh, wherever you are, it's twenty minutes past the hour. Uh go ahead, Chris, I will let you get to your news, sir.
0: Well
3: um, as you all saw on Raw, there was a the return of Nunzio as a referee. Now this came for uh this stemmed from him helping out WWE a few months ago at a house show when that you know when it was really, like really snowy and no one gets out and drive. Well Nunzio there was a referee you know what? Well, I think Nuno could be a great referee. I mean, Nunzio is sort of someone who looks in great shape. He could slap you around if need be. And and do you think it's great to see Nunzio back within the WWE? What What are your thoughts on on Ninja returning to the WWE as a referee at this taping at this week's taping overall?
2: Um, I really could care. I, I I no, that's really not fair. I think Nunzio deserves better. I, if I were Nunzio, I'd get the hell out of the WWE and I'd find a home in TNA and go after the X Division Championship because this man can go. I think he deserves a lot better. I, there's a lot of guys in the WWE right now that, that need to get the hell out and, 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 and find greener pastures because, you know, unless you're willing to pleasure parts of the anatomy of certain members of the creative team, you're not going to get anywhere. And that was one of Charlie Haas's big beefs that we were going to talk to him about tonight. Was was the fact that you know, you know the, one of the members of the creative team went to him and said, "Look, you just don't have the it factor. You don't you don't have it." And the funny thing is, they can take a guy like Miz who has no it factor and turn him into a champion. But be that as it may, Chris, please,
3: uh, I pray thee, continue. But has no, but sorry, but, um, N- but is being a referee, so you, there's no really uh, creative control in terms of being a referee. So yeah, but I don't. he could he could pull a Danny Davis at some
2: point, you know, later. I mean, you, you know, whatever he wants to do. Good for him. He's getting a paycheck.
3: Yeah, and, and it all stem because WWE were in his backyard and they couldn't get a referee. So <laughs> that's one way to make a, make the well, money. I mean, um,
2: like I mean it's, it's not going to make me go jump up and down, call my mother in British Columbia and say, hey, guess what happened this week at the house show?
3: It depends how much of a fan you are of of ECW. Some people might be going batshit crazy over it, Andy. Who knows? But thinking um, of returns, former WWE Tag Champion Trevor Murdoch actually wrestled at both dark matches this week. Of course, he was tag team with the uh, with the late Lance Cade. And you know what? I am a fan. Of, I am a fan of Trevor Murdoch, and I could see him returning to the E. Andy, your thoughts? I uh.
2: I knew you were going to ask me about that. I knew you were going to ask me about this.
3: Trevor Murdoch. You
2: want to talk about a man who got a raw deal in life? It's Trevor Murdoch, because his tag team with Lance Cade, I think was was one of the one of the better tag teams that we have seen, you know, on par with teams like the Midnight Express. You know, very teams that are that 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 can give you a lot of great offense but are but are very defensive when they need to be and are hard to beat when they're down. And um to find out that Trevor Murdoch was coming back but it was was great news, but really, with without that tag team, I they're they're going to have to find somebody really special. They got to get him back in a tag team, and it's going to have to be somebody really really special uh, to make a difference. It's like Brutus Beefcake and Greg the Hammer Valentine. That was a very special tag team. You, you couldn't do a tag team like that again.
3: Right, but uh, if you, oh, I'm not sure because um, Murdoch is is a great single wrestler. I mean, if you look at his run within TNA, he wasn't booked well, but he's not a bad brawler. But who, right now, look at look at the roster. Who would you team Murdoch up up with on that roster? Oh I mean, God, you, you really
2: you, put me on the spot here, aren't you?
3: Yes, Andy. This is you being a wrestling journalist. You must know all your fat Well, like it's fat. a matter
2: of being wrestling journalist. Look, <laughs> look, I look, I I comment on the product whether you agree or disagree. I, I I'm not a booker. Leave Leave that up to people that. Have, have far less intelligence than myself because if I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to make the call, I'm going to find a I'm going to find a Texan. Uh, oh, you know who I think would make a great tag team partner for him is 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 King Kong Bundy Jr.
3: Oh, but you I- can
2: have. Could you imagine that tag team, ladies and gentlemen? Call it four tons of fun, man. Get Trevor Murdoch in there and King Kong Bundy Jr. Call it four tons of fun, and man, there's your next WWE tag team champions right there. Get him and, and him and Bundy Jr.
3: You know what? That could actually be a good tag team because they're both big men who can wrestle, and Brookes Clay has nothing to do after they split him up with Alberto So, you know what? That could that could work. Now, speaking that's of why tag, I am
2: most powerful man in all of radio. I am pro wrestling's truth detector. That's why. Now, uh, speaking of
3: tag teams, uh, and your fa- your favorite tag team wrestler ever, Zack Ryder. Uh, 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 Andy, I know that secretly that, 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 that you are a broski. I know you go on YouTube and watch all, all his videos. You want to be broski of the week. But yes, he and Kurt Hawkins have reformed. And it looks like their names will be the broskies. Oh, and,
2: God help us all.
3: Come on, Andy. We all know that you take care, spike your hair, woo woo woo. We know you do. Not bloody likely.
2: You will, you will be very hard-pressed to find a picture of me online. There's a reason why I don't use my picture on Facebook. As a matter of That's fact, I don't, even think, I don't even think my prom picture is up there anymore, to be quite honest with you. Um, be that as it may, uh, if you're asking who my favorite tag team is of all time, my favorite tag team of all time is the British Bulldogs.
3: I still fish, I still think secretly that you are a British of the Week in use. And you, and you <laughs> fist pump there with Zack Ryder. You go out to the clubs, fist pumping, spiking your hair, going out tanned. That, yeah, that yeah, explains right. why there's no picture of you on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, right, keep dreaming. Uh, All right, come on, yeah. more,
2: more more, news. Keep
3: going. Now, according to the wrestling editor, of course, after we saw Michael PSA returned to, on Superstar this week to manage Tyson Kidd. This is because they want to give many event talent, who are not great on the mic a, a manager. Now, this is huge! This, this is huge news for Tyson Kidd. Yeah. I mean, PSA is a legend. And... I also think that with Kid's skills and PSA's mic skills, he could be a big-time player within the WWE. Tyson Kidd is a, is a solid wrestler right now, but if you put the voice, if you
2: put Michael PSA, if you put Freebird Michael PS Hayes behind Tyson Kidd, look what he did for the Hardys. I mean, this, this man can go a long, long way. And to, and to make enticing kids something special. Not that he isn't already, but kudos. This is one of those moves. This is one of those times that where, you know, creative, you know, what, what few brain cells they have, when they actually put them together and the neurons click, they actually do something well. And this is one of those times.
3: Well, like, like, like I say, they are looking to bring back a few managers. I mean, I still think that one of the best managers was the former manager of Imaga, Almando Astrata. I mean, could you, th- like, throw him, for, for example, with Awesome Kong? because he was a great hill manager. Could you imagine Astratta managing Kong? Oh, I I I would buy that. I would uh, I mean, Everybody listen.
2: <laughs> to me. Yeah, I I'd love I love mean, that. That would be fabulous. Cuz cuz you know, you know, uh you know, for some strange reason when Awesome Kong puts on the uh puts on the black leather and the tights for some reason the the mouth clams up.
3: Yeah, and she just just sits there laughing like a mad woman. But you know what, it's time for a bit of Impact Wrestling news or TNA. I'm not quite sure what... I think, I think it's now Impact Wrestling. Well, I don't know. We'll see. But apparently it appears as if uh, the Pope, Deandro De Niro, has left TNA Wrestling. He, he had been tweeting about his day often, and he t- 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 tweeted, My time has come. It, it's time to move on. I have served well. Hope, no, hope none has been disappointed. Hope my hard work has been applauded and appreciated. And it's interesting to note that he's been advertised for an OVW event next week under Elijah Burke. Well, I'm, wow, I, I'm, I'm going to miss
2: the Pope character. I'm t- I am like the Pope character. I thought the Pope was fabulous. I thought there was so much they could have done with that character. He may not have made it really to main event. He may never have won the TNA World Championship, which, by the way, that is a title trophy worthy of the name World Championship. But be that as it may, be, uh, be that as it may. When you're looking at potential, you know people, top tier guys. You know, here's a guy who would have had a great one run as a television champion. He could have had a imagine what he could have done as a heel television champion. He could have been this man, the Pope, could have been the Tully Blanchard of of the new millennium. This guy, the Pope, really, he's that good.
3: And he was and he was over like crazy with the TNA fans. I mean, he he would have them eating out of his hand. He was what I would refer to as a kind of a rock in the making. He had his sayings. He had good wrestling skills. And if it is true that he's left TNA, this is a major, major loss for that company. Because I think WWE will quickly offer him a contract of return because WWE could, right now could do with some heels and the fact that i a bit open right now. The WWE want to squat with him. The WWE, they won't do
2: squat with anybody right now. And that's the problem, you know. I would love to get into the mind. You know, you know what? I'll tell you that what the special forces and and, and uh, I know, I have put a, I have put the bug in the ear of my local congressman, and uh, and I and I said to the congressman, I said, look, I said, what you need to do is you need to get the special forces and you need to uh, capture a member of the WWE creative team and uh, put them in a room somewhere, just a, a dark room with uh, with one light. All right, and have that mirrored glass like they have in the police station, and then I'll be on the other side and asking questions. What the hell is going through their damn mind? Well, yes, yeah,
0: so, uh, yeah they need to wake up Over there, come on,
2: they—they, they, 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 you know, for—for st- for a man, you know, Mo Mar McMahon comes out all those years ago and says, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I think you're tired of having your intelligence insulted. Yet we still manage to get our intelligence insulted every week. And you know the funny thing is, we do it to ourselves.
3: But. Uh, I think it's I to say at least the WWE creative are a bit smarter in terms of wrestling than the Teenage creative. I mean, Teenage but creative. But
2: the WWE, they don't wrestle anymore.
3: This is true. They are now Not
2: they, They're not wrestling. This, the, the, this, why, are we even, ladies, why are we even talking about this anymore? The, the, why are we even covering anything the WWE is, is doing anymore? Because they're not wrestlers. We, I could, think we, we could scrub away, you know, we could scrub away that entire part of the, uh, y- you know, we could do the wrestling fans of the Oh, my goodness. Uh, you, once again, the, uh, for those of you who don't listen to the Rewind, and shame on you if you don't, but for those of you uh, who don't listen to the Rewind, I am the dean of the Power Institute for Advanced Creative Theorism. And now I'm thinking what the next course should be, all right, what the next course should be in advanced creative theorism. And I'm thinking to myself, man, here you have imagine the good that the world we could do the world if the WWE was just taken completely out of the equation:
3: So this means next time you do the progress and rewind it actually be the pro-entertainment rewind. If you mentioned would WWE. Inter-
2: No, we, would ju- we just wouldn't talk about the WWE. the WWE would be irrelevant because we wouldn't need to talk about them because they don't wrestle anymore. So by their own admission, they're not doing anything ergo they don't exist. Uh, fair Ladies and gentlemen, I have just this. I have just proven the theory why the WWE does not exist. By their own admission, they don't. You remember? Do you remember Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yep. Okay. There's a portion in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and it's uh, there. Um, it talks about the existence of God. I refuse to prove that I exist, says God, because um, I exist for I exist with faith, and without faith, I am nothing. And and I oh man, I can't remember the rest of it. Man, I I wish I had it here in front of me. I refuse to prove that I exist, says God, because proof denies oh proof denies faith, and without faith I am nothing. And then man says, well, then that pretty much sums up the whole argument, doesn't it? And then goes on to talk about something called a babel fish or something. You've just proven that you exist, so therefore you don't QED. I have just proven that the WWE does not exist by their own admission. Man, I can't stand being right.
3: Well, I think that I, I, I think you just blew the mind of all the listeners. I think the listeners have now just had a moment of pure bright and light being shining in their eyes. The facts I, fact that we know
2: I, mcmahon can come out next week i refuse to prove that the wwe exists says Momar mcmahon because the wwe recognizes wrestling and without wrestling we are nothing but that's actually what you're doing so by admitting that you're not doing this you don't exist qed oh i hadn't thought of it that way and then all of a sudden blows away and disappears in a puff logic i have just proven i have just proven that the wwe does not exist
3: well, okay, let's head back to wrestling because we are wrestling. So, Absolutely. Now, you know what? I just realized we're getting over on this segment. At some point, we've got to tag Trey in. Ah, uh, well. Um, you well, have more news? Yeah, I mean, I have one more news article, and it's going China. Now, apparently, Richard Mann was said to be upset about that she debuted in TNA. Um, apparently, she was hallmarked as a future Hall of Famer, and her going to TNA has kind of blown that out of the water. I'm not sure what you think, but China looked in great shape. Oh, China looked absolutely phenomenal.
2: Absolutely You know what? Here's and here's another story. Another one of those stories of what, what could have been tragic. All the things this woman went through, the Lindsay Lohan issues going on with this with this young lady, and for her to make a complete turnaround, looking as good as she did, as dominant as she is, she doesn't have to look like the China. She doesn't have to look like the Wonder Woman Amazon goddess. We all remember her. She she looked phenomenal. God bless her. And and I think she looks great. And I'm glad to see her back in TNA. The thing is,
3: she's working on a handshake agreement. And it will vary on how how the crowd reacts to her. Now, if you take how the crowd reacts to her on impact, she's going to be there a long time. Because the crowd went absolutely crazy. And you know what? I honestly think that TNA need someone that can just run through the knockout division. I mean, right now you you have no one that you think, yeah, they could kill everyone on the roster. I mean, could you imagine seeing Mickey James versus China? That would be a great match. That, that would be oh. a fantastic, oh. ruling match. I would, I would, I would pay. I would pay my
2: cable company an extra ten dollars to see that match.
3: So I think. what well, I mean, why not? You have her. Uh, you you have Mickey James under contract. You have. China uh, under a handshake agreement why not have this view between the uh, angle and China dash the Jarrett end at the pay-per-view then have China go you know what I want the belt and have China go chase Mickey James for a bit I don't I mean, see why not I don't see why not I
2: think it would be great for her um it's it's I like the fact that TNA is bringing in these people it's I don't want to call it second chance wrestling but it's, it's an opportunity for, for these people that uh, a lot of folks grew up with who, who saw as kids, um, who may have liked, disliked, and uh, to see what they have become, you know, see what they're doing now. Um, it's, uh, it, it's phenomenal to see her back. I think she's going to do some great things. I love this deal with Angle, with, uh, with Karen and Kurt and Jarrett, and uh, I don't care what anybody says. They, the, for, for the storyline, the outside story regarding this, for them to keep it together as professional as they, as they are and, uh, and make this look believable is, uh, is, is a credit to them. They're doing phenomenally well with this. I, I'm enjoyed. I'm entertained. I, I, th- I, I hate to say it. I'm actually enjoying TNA more than the WWE right now.
3: And I think that TNA did a great thing by getting China. I, I know the plan was to bring in, um, that giant Chick Men XT, um, obviously Amazon, but I think that is a much better draw than the Amazon. And, according to all reports, they have no plan for for the Amazon, so it looks like she won't be debuting in t n a despite being signed or apparently being signed and so you know what I wish china the best i mean China we all know it has as a big girl kick 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 men's ass as well now she looks nice and small, she looks normal. I honestly do think that she could. Like I say, she, she, she could run rush, rough shot through that division. I mean, right now, the WWE has Awesome Kong to run through the division. Why not TNA have China to run through that division? Because Real
2: quick uh, message, a uh, question in the chat room. My thoughts on Kurt Angle allegedly training for the London 2012 Olympics. Uh, I, I say go for it. I, I say why not? Uh, you know, if there's anybody who can make a run at that gold medal, why not have it be the previous gold medalist? I have seen and we saw it in vancouver here very recently uh which by the way uh it was the uh canadian uh hockey team ladies and gentlemen that uh, won the gold medal from the uh american hockey team uh for those of you who weren't uh, weren't watching <clears throat> uh but we saw it, it we've seen it in olympics where these these older competitors come back and make a significant impact and in some cases they're winning medals now what would that say to kurt angle all the crap that this man went through to come back legitimately train, legitimately train for 2012 and have a decent showing. Of course, he's got to make the Olympic team, obviously. He's not just going to get handed a spot because he's been a former gold medalist and a multiple-time world professional world champion. If anything, he's got to work harder. He has to work harder to make it into 2012 because of that. He's got to work significantly harder. It's just like all these wrestlers that go to MMA. There's this stigma, and then look what Brock Lesnar did. You know, it's 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 this thing that these the professional wrestlers have to go through and professional wrestling commentators have to go through. Although Jonathan Coachman isn't doing too terribly bad right now on ESPN um, when they want to leave and they want to uh, do something else with this sport. uh, We're getting close to uh, we're getting close to the break here. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a couple of things I want to mention. Uh, first off, Chris, uh, it has been great co-hosting uh, this part of Unplugged with you, sir.
3: You know, it's always fun when I get to host with host with the power. and you and you, your crazy comments. But, but you know what? It, for real, it's been fun. And you know what? Who knows, down the line at some point, this British crazy thing might reunite
2: at some point. I'm a little disappointed really. that Charlie Haas didn't show, but obviously, you know, what? things happen, I would be curious to know why. Appar- uh, apparently, he's wrestling uh, tonight at the event. He's right. Well, if he knew he was wrestling, then why did he book the damn interview?
3: Which is bizarre because... Um, and I was I was actually contacted by Ring of Honor to do this. They go, yes, this date, this date, because of course he knows show two weeks ago. And unreal. yeah, and they and I was booked. Uh, I was called by the booker of the talent. It got cleared by Kerry Silken. Charlie Huss agreed to it. And what happens, what happens? But you know, we don't need we don't need interviews to have great shows. I mean, it's cool to have an interview once in a while, but we <laughs> we we don't need them.
2: All you know? right. Uh where do you catch me ladies and gentlemen you catch me on the pro wrestling rewind here exclusively on the SNS radio network uh uh I have actually uh, I did actually have a conversation a, a very brief conversation with the local general manager of the uh, of the my uh, my old ESPN radio affiliate uh we are still looking to get our old uh, time slot back we are still working on that some bugs to work out there uh and uh next week you ladies and gentlemen uh the the computer was spared uh the fate of the Triple H sledgehammer. We're gonna try. Uh, we're gonna try it again next week. The pro wrestling rewind exclusively here, SNS Radio Network. Myself, the King of All of Italy, Mike Siciliano, ten thirty Eastern. Uh, please make it and tell a friend. And by all means, get them on the Facebook. We still need that magical six hundred on the Facebook uh, page. And I don't know why the hell we're not getting it. So next week, of course, is bring a friend to the rewind day next week on the Pro Wrestling Rewind. So uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, the Trey Dog from Wrestling News Live, the godfather of all professional wrestling radio shows, uh, will be here. I'm going to tag him in, and he'll take you through the rest of Unplugged. Uh, Thanks again, Chris. Remember, boys and girls, please remember to take care of the energy inside yourselves. After all, that's where your true power lies. And God of radio willing that the higher power lets me. I will be back to play with you all again this Wednesday night on the Pro Wrestling Rewind. You're listening to Unplugged right here on the SNS Radio Network.
1: This is the Ray of world champion, Eddie Edwards, and you're listening to the SNS Radio Network. The hunt is always on here.
2: Once again, triple to
0: in my head. They count for me. They understand. They talk for me.
2: Since 1996, audio wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires.
0: Interviews with Summer Pro Wrestling's biggest stars. Providing
2: you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows
0: from past and present, such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and Talk Radio. And many others. If you can't get enough mad mania, climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling. www.audiowrestling.com. and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio. Audio wrestling. Keeping you tuned in since
4: 1996.
0: <laughs> G'day ladies and gentlemen, Nemesis here, you're listening to SundayNightShowdown.com. Although while you're listening to the quality programming here on SundayNightShowdown.com, why not send in your comments, suggestions, and valuable wrestling opinions to What Would Fans Do? ymail.com Your chance, your say, your show. Come join myself, the nemesis, along with the mastermind, Mr. Zodiac, and the only Hispanic gold medalist in the history of Sunday Night Showdown, Mr. El Diablo Ramirez. So come and join us, every Saturday archived right here on sundaynightshowdown.com. What would fans do? WWFD, where common sense prevails. Oh, well, most of the time. It will, I think.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Wrestling Radio Tips on how to host your very own wrestling radio show. Wrestling Radio Tip 101, take listener phone calls. Here's how it works. You set up a phone line, and when a listener calls in, you answer just like this. (laughs)
6: <laughs> All right, let's let's
2: let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? What? Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? What? Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this?
0: Okay. <laughs> I,
2: I don't really follow Hulk Hogan because I, I just kind of find him up to be a, a
1: washed up douchebag. Skeet, 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 skeet. Yeah. It, it, it's been booming in the warehouse with the Conor just starting in WWE. The t-shirts and the masks. It's been up in the skies uh, you know, so your tennis shoes are uh, in the side. I told Julio to hold up on them. All you right, have to wait for the shoelaces to come in in the bottom sole. What? In the bottom sole. What? In the bottom sole. What? In the bottom soul.
0: What? Ah, come on
1: there. You think that's <laughs> the
0: last thing you want Okay. Well, what you gonna do, brother? Well, I just kick off my shirt. Yeah. Say my prayers. Eat my vitamins. Yeah. Say no to the holy God. And I'm gonna go after you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. What you gonna do when the two-inch pythons run wild on you? <laughs> Bye, little... Sometimes a simple touch can get you in the mood. And when the moment is right, you want to enjoy good entertainment. Unfortunately, (laughs) a serious condition called LOE, lack of entertainment,
4: may cause drowsiness, boredom, or ED. Thankfully
2: theirs.
5: WWE,
0: over the limit, the most stimulating event on TV Live Sunday, on May
4: 22nd, only on pay-per-view If your excitement lasts more than four hours, see a physician Two months ago, he returned to recapture the TNA World Heavyweight Championship
0: Him to be called the face of TNA wrestling is spitting in my face Honestly, yeah, definitely yeah. that's what it takes. Sting, honestly, he's still got it Very few that I respect more, and I'm happy to see Sting back Sting
4: knows that he doesn't want to face me which TNA star is willing to sacrifice everything to end the icon Sting's reign once and for all? TNA presents Sacrifice. Live, Sunday, May 15th. Only on pay per view.
1: I'm an
0: nice ass man. Yeah, I'm an nice Asman. man. Hey, this is Badass Billy Gunn, and
1: you're listening to on SNS Radio Network. Now, of course, if you're not down with that, i still got two
0: words for you. I love to, stick S- em. I love to watch them, I love to pick 'em, and I'm gonna kick them, cause I'm alive! back don't piss me off they say I'm cocky and I say what it ain't bragging motherfucker if you back it up they say I'm cocky and I say what it ain't bragging motherfucker if you back it up
5: Well, first of all, I'd start out by saying congratulations to the power, Andy Knowles and Crelly, for a great opening round of the show. However, comma, time for the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, the trade dogs in the house on Unplugged. And did I hear a Canadian on the air telling us that the Canadians won a gold medal over the United States in hockey? Isn't that like if a tree falls in the woods and nobody hears it? Does it make a sound? Because nobody saw that but, but Canadians. <laughs> I promise you. Nobody in America lost any sleep. Except maybe the team and the coach. I didn't even know what happened. I'm a sports fan, so that tells you something. Anyway, I'm the trade Dog here, along with, I believe, the fucking foreign kid. Are you with me, foreign kid?
3: I am here, Trey. How are you doing tonight?
5: I'm doing good. Now, the question is, last week... I tuned in, as I try to every Friday night, for a little bit of Unplugged, and with Sean not on the air, I'll say I'm kind of a fan of the, the gaming segment, but don't tell him that. I don't want to get him a big head or nothing. Um, but I, I do believe you were intoxicated highly.
3: Yeah, that all came about because I had a free house, and I had some money in the bank, and I decided that I was going to start drinking. On the first day, right? And one drink, one drink led to another, led to another. And come it Friday, at, and come Friday at four AM, I was a bit wasted on the air. Yes. Yeah. So
5: you're sober tonight, then, right?
3: Yes, um, I'm totally sober. Yes.
5: Okay. Because I was gonna say we could play a game. If you want to get drunk, we could play a game that would get you drunk real quick before we even get off the air.
3: Now, I literally have no money because I actually have to save my money because, as you know, I've been invited up to Manchester for this secret teenage party. Yes. And and I have to get a six-hour bus there.
5: Now, the Uh, the funny thing is, and not because you don't deserve it because you've been working really hard for the entire network, more so Wrestling News Live and Unplugged, but for the entire network, you've been busting your ass. I give you credit for that. However, TNA is inviting you as a part of the wrestling media representing the SNS Radio Network.
3: Yes, I mean, I, I was planning on going, but I then got a message on Twitter from the uh, PR guy. And he goes, hey, Chris, would you like to come? I was like, sure, why not? So, yeah, we were invited to the show. And it's, and it's a select limited amount of people. So I will be there representing the SNS Radio Network.
5: All right, now here's the deal. For everybody that doesn't know, I'm at work right now, filling in for JJ. I got to take a short break, just something short, so I can take care of a guest, and I'll be back. So keep it right here. We'll dive into all the shenanigans coming up in just a bit right here on Unplugged. Stick around.
3: Oh, my God.
0: Yes. Oh, yay.
5: There you go. Thank you. So just avoid the message on your
6: phone. That's what it was. I When did it come? I
5: don't know. I just got here. All right. Thanks. Happened earlier this afternoon, I guess. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. I guess uh, we didn't take a break. Um, I'm back. Are we still on, Carly?
3: Yep. Oh, that's going. What the fuck do I do?
5: Well, I guess our producer fell asleep. I don't know. He must not have heard me. Um. Anyway, I'm back now. It's okay. Uh, some people lost their luggage on their flight here, and it just came in today. So, they wanted to get their luggage, and I uh, had to make sure they got their bags taken care of. Um. Anyway, I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that I heard while I was getting set this afternoon or this evening in the host seat. Um, I heard you guys talking about China yeah. on Impact, and um, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm glad you guys spoke highly of the situation, because I thought she made a great debut, I thought she looked like a million bucks, and I'm looking forward to seeing where they go from, from here, because the plans are, from what I understand, is not just to shit can China when the Karen Angle incident's over with. If they can keep her around and she can still go by any stretch, I'd like to see her, like you guys said, in matches with Mickey James, in matches with Tara. I mean, China and Tara would tear the house down. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing where they go from here. I'm not sure that they can call her China. I mean, how does that all work out?
3: Well, apparently WWE do own the name China and the way it's spelled. So if they change it a slight bit, they might be able to call her China. But from what I understand, WWE do own the name China. Huh. So unless they just call her a real name, but with the fans of Yatra, I'm not quite sure. So. Well, and it would be quite interesting to see if the WWE decides to suit TNA for the use of the name China on the show.
5: Let me break it down for you the way I see things. Um, and, yeah, I've, I'm guilty as everybody else of taking shots at China when she was down. I'm looking at it in a different way. And I'm going to ask the IWC to do the same. Let's give this woman a chance. You know, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh my God, they brought back China. And I've heard a lot of negative things about them bringing China in. And to me, I say, you contradicting bastards, because here's a woman who was a superstar in the WWE, one of their main attractions when she debuted, the eighth wonder of the world, was a big part of that company in WWF and the Attitude Era, helped Put DX on the map. She did, believe it or not, whether you like it or not. She was a big instrumental part of DX. She was a big part of getting Triple H to where he is today. And, you know, basically, my thing is, we hear so much about people like Scott Hall. Anytime news comes out about Scott, everybody goes, oh, I wish he was doing okay, and I hope the best. Well, China was in some pretty dark days herself. I mean, when you turn to porno and you turn to pills to kill yourself and what have you, that's a pretty dark day. Not as dark as waking up to a Navy SEAL in full regalia with a rifle in front of your face like bin Laden, but still a bad day and a rough time. And when we hear news about people like Scott Hall, these wrestlers that are on the brink of doing bad things, we all band together and wish them the best. But yet we're the first to make fun of somebody when they come back to try to get their fucking life together,
3: right? And I think, and like I like to like Andy, she she looked in great shape. I mean, I will say, i in my opinion, she looked better than she did back in her heyday. I mean, she looks so more too. normal. And I, like I say it'd be interesting to see how she, in terms of wrestling-wise, how much ring rust she has, because if she's training somewhere and she has no ring rust or limited ring rust and she just kills Karen Jarrett at, at the pay-per-view, I would more than welcome, her, welcome more than welcome her back to the TNA roster, because she's a big name. Uh, I know JD said that they were playing off like the whole storyline between uh, Jeff Jarrett and uh, China. I don't think they're playing, uh, playing off of her as much as, uh, as before. Yes, they, they, they said that it's from, from someone's past, but it's not like they're playing off the fact that she beat him for the Intercontinental title. So, and I think it's great from a mindset game. It's like, I, I have someone, one woman, who can beat you, and it's China. So right. I think they're, they're bringing back China is a fantastic idea. And I think given and, time. And, and,
5: to look at the handwriting on the wall, I mean, you guys also brought up I, the, the Amazon chick. Is his name Isis? Yes. Yeah. Now, maybe she didn't get this role of Kurt Angle's mistress for a reason. Maybe down the line, Jeff Jarrett always has to have an ace up his sleeve and a counter to everything. Maybe he's who. Maybe maybe that's who they bring in to help get rid of China down the line.
3: Right, because there's no females. Like, if you look at the roster, right, which female talent do you think could could only take out China? Tara, Is he James, and Tara. No, Tara. That's
5: but-
3: about it. But she, of course, involved with Mickey James, so you'd have to go and get someone from the outside, and uh, and I I think it's spot on. I think they could easily bring in the Amazon chick, yeah. And, and I think good. that's
5: what they have planned. Hopefully, unfortunately, like JJ and I talked about this off the air the other day or today or whenever we talked about it. Today, unfortunately, I don't think they booked that far ahead to get themselves out of a jam, and, and, and you know they don't have one of those break glass in the case of emergency plans. But if they do need to put one in place, having this Amazon chick on payroll already and having her signed to a contract, they need to keep her happy, keep her there because they need to get her involved down the line because it makes perfect sense to be the girl that that Jarrett brings back in.
3: And I know that I've seen reports that she's a bit green and she pisses people off, but I'm thinking just, just because she's so tall, she could be an to TV. She might not get... Well, that's like on Tough that.
5: Enough. I kept telling that black guy, I see so much potential in you. I just see shit in that guy. Right. And it's just because he was big and goofy. Well, fuck, you can find big and goofy on the street corner at noon
3: any day of the week. Well, just for example, look at, look at the great collie the, the only thing he's got a job is because he's massive. He's not a wrestler. He's just a giant. So if he's tall... You have a good look. They will use you. And the Amazon is tall and has a good look.
5: I mean, I mean, you when you're that big, you don't have a whole lot of career options. Well, I just, I mean, it's it's kind of like when you're that big, you know, they can make you into a wrestler if you've got any kind of talent whatsoever. That guy didn't have any talent whatsoever. I don't know what the hell they said they what they saw in him, but they kept saying, "We see so much in you."
3: So much what? Motherfucker was was lazy. Maybe it's a bit like Nash. Like when when Nash debuted, he was a big guy that would knee you in the face and then do a powerbomb. And look at him now—one of the best known wrestlers. Right. So I think I think any big person, diva, or male can be used in in, in in a great role if they're there just to kick your ass. I mean, that that's what upset me about about Lady Eric. She wasn't a great wrestler, but she right. was a tall chick, and she could kick your ass if you pissed her off.
5: Well, quickly, and, uh, and I do mean quickly if we can, I want to run through a little bit of impact for you from last night. Uh, great opening segment with Karen and Jeff as they come out to basically beg for Kurt Angle's forgiveness and call it truce. And Jeff says, I know I've done this before, and blah, 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 but I really mean it this time. Well, that's all right. Kurt was in a great mood because he's got China in his back pocket. Comes to the ring, basically tells Jared, oh, by the way, well, not only will she be here tonight, but she's somebody you know. Well, had I not known China was coming, I would have figured that out. I would have thought, well, either her or Deborah are the only two that make any sense. I'm real sure Debra is not coming in. So I'm guessing it was going to be China. That would just be the guess. Um, so they go to commercial. They come back. Mickey James, Miss Tess versus Madison Rain and Tara surprisingly here now granted, we all know that they're teasing the breakup of uh, Madison rain and, uh, miss Tess or Madison ran and Tara. Miss Tessbocker gets the win with a roll up on Madison rain, who was just your D the champion, your knockout champion. So that's kind of a big ups to Miss Tessbocker who was recently just brought back and, uh, was let go of her secretarial duties to become an actual wrestler. But uh Mickey who started off the match I thought Mickey was hurt.
3: Yeah, but I she, think it's her elbow. Her elbow or shoulder. Well they used
5: they used the uh arm bar, you know, right. several times.
3: But that but that brace probably took a bit 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 of a blow, but you bring up Miss Tessmugger, she's someone that has evolved from being Brooke Adams on ECW to being a secretary to now being an England talent, do I think she's going to be a big breakout star? No, but she's an asset because she's extremely hot.
5: She and is extremely hot. She can be my secretary anytime, any day of the week.
3: I think we should try and make her become the SNS uh s uh, secretary. Because JJ, was-
5: I know you're listening. Um, Could we get on that? Could we get Ms. Tessmacher as the official secretary for the network? I mean, I, I know <laughs> I personally can think of a lot of things for her to do. But uh... just throwing that out there, I know that we're not bringing in a whole lot of revenue at this point. Um, but I think that with the first check that comes in, I will give up my share if we can get her as our official secretary, and we'll just we'll leave it at that. Winners of Miss, uh, winners of the match: Mickey and Miss
3: Tesmokov via victory roll. This was then uh, followed by the return of quitas to Impact. Now. I'm not sure what you think, but I feel like this should be held off until the pay-per-view and have him walk out as a surprise and not have him walk out on impact. What are your thoughts about that? Do you want now to say that again? What are your thoughts on them bringing back Harris actually on impact and not waiting, not waiting until until the pay-per-view?
5: Well, I've, I've had some conversations about this already. Um, you know, a lot of people were expecting it to be Jeff and Matt. And nah. they even they even made it seem that way right up to the minute where he said, Oh, wait a minute, it's not Matt. Or it's not Jeff. It's somebody else. Um I could see him going either way. I think the smart the smart move was bring him out on impact to keep the Hardy fans from thinking they got duped into buying a pay per view that would see the reunification of the Hardy Boys. I think bringing Harris back on impact, you know, are there Harris fans out there? Yeah. Would it have mattered to them had he been on the show or not, whether they bought the pay-per-view? Probably not. Um, He's been gone too long. But, man, he was a a big part of America's Most Wanted. And, you know, that was a big tag team for TNA. I totally think they, they completely ruined his return. He shouldn't be... He shouldn't be an immortal. He should be with Fortune as a TNA original because that's what he was. Now, granted, let's see how it plays out. I'm not going to start throwing rocks yet because by the same token, I can also see how he could be upset with TNA and upset with the old TNA because of the way he was treated when he came back from the WWE. How much of real life do they want to make public? I don't know. There was a lot of crap that went on between Harris and TNA. And, you know, I don't know that they want to bring all that out in public. I don't know. I don't think they will. So you got to remember when... Chris Harris was Braden Walker. He did have one segment with Matt Hardy. It's true on, on ECW. So, I don't know. We're going to have to see where it goes. I've heard people say that they've heard and this is totally hearsay. It's not rumor, or it's not storyline, I don't think. It's not spoiler. But I've heard that they're probably going to try to put back together America's Most Wanted so that they don't freeze up Robert Roode for a singles run. We'll have I, to wait
3: and see. I'm thinking if you look at, they'll probably start this at the pay per view. They'll probably have uh, uh, Robert Roode cost him cost him the match and have Harris roll up his uh, James Storm, and that would start. That would be the start of the split. I and mean, you have uh, Robert Roode turn heel at some point down the line. And then that, of course, frees up America's Best Wanted. Because I see Robert Roode as more of a heel than, than a face. And, of course, America's Best Wanted have to be faces because they are a well-known original tag team within TNA Wrestling.
5: And what's funny is that I, I, I can take it either way. I can take him either way. But J.J. really likes um, James Storm a lot better as a heel. I, I, I like him as a face, I think, more to be honest with you. But that's just, you know... That's why we
3: don't all marry the same woman on the next segment of impact this was when they unveiled uh, the who who would be the network network's rep and it turned out to be none other than mick freddy now mick freddy went on to announce that tna impact was no more and that the show would now impact wrestling and also this might, might, might be a post shot at the e i think it's great because myself sean jd trey everyone in the chat room are wrestling fans and if they actually have Teen A Wrestling, have Impact wrestling be a wrestling show, I think it would be a fantastic idea because we want more wrestling. I mean, it's not ideal to have 20 minutes of wrestling on a three hour pay per view. And if they keep up this, this Impact Wrestling and they have it be uh, Wrestling hard, I think it would be fantastic. Sean, are you back? Oh, I am
4: back. Um. I, we had a momentary power loss here in uh, North Carolina, which was absolutely crazy. We got some storms. You got some rolling.
5: storms up there?
4: We got some storms rolling in. I just heard some thunder down the road, and uh, I don't know what's going on, but I uh, I put my hands on the desk. I started with my intro, and then all of a sudden, the power flipped, and I was kind of like, okay. It's going to be a great show tonight.
5: Well, um, okay. again, I apologize for having to take a break, but uh, I am at work, so we're trying to get through this. Uh, to get JJ back next week with his voice intact. Um, we are going over TNA, which I thought was a great show. I haven't looked on the internet today. What's the internet say? What's the uh, the big buzz on the IWC over last night's impact?
3: Well, Dixie tweeted earlier um, that wrestling oh, is God. back. Yes, she she tweeted, wrestling is back, pass it on. And a lot of fans are saying, you know what? If it's true, great. And... Uh, I think if they actually have, rest, uh, have Impact Wrestling be wrestling, just non-stop wrestling, the fans will turn back to TNA. I mean, I believe that the Impact Rating was a 1.3 this week, okay. so it's a slight increase. No, well, I mean, if you, go back
5: to, if you go back to the weekly pay-per-view days, you go back to the Fox Sports days where they had to cram everything into a 45-minute segment, you know, back to when they were even just one hour on Spike. They were a wrestling program. They had some vignettes backstage. You have to in wrestling to, to further storylines. But they didn't spend more time backstage than they did in the ring. And I think if they get back to that, because I mean, here we are as a wrestling community, here we set, and even JJ and I make the joke on Monday nights. When it's time to talk wrestling on Monday nights about Raw, it's entertainment. They want wrestling out of their name. They don't want anything to be attached to the word wrestling. Well, that's good. That's like throwing a hot chick to a bunch of horny guys. TNA scoops that shit up and says, hey, we're wrestling. We're nothing but But, wrestling. Boom, you got your audience back. Because you're giving them what they want and what they're not getting where they're supposed to be getting it.
3: It's kind of like a relationship.
5: you know, if you're married and you stop fucking your wife, she's gonna go somewhere to get that dick. I promise you.
3: But I think it. I think like over the next month, we we have to see if they stay true to their word. I mean, if they don't have a mole come out every show and do a half an hour promo every show, and they just have a wrestling match to start to uh, start, start off Impact, I'll be happy. But it appears that the, the recent trend of Impact is it starts half an hour with a either promoted by Immortal or the front line. Well, a, I understand whatever.
5: what you're saying, but like this week wasn't bad.
3: Yeah. you, gotta it, start out,
5: you got You got to start out with something. I don't mind them coming on the air and somebody be in the ring like Hogan or Bischoff and laying the foundation for the show or the mood for the show that night or teasing the main event or what have you. I don't mind that. But don't take all day.
3: Right, and like uh, Unless I said to Andy, this show did its job. I mean, for once, they actually, put, they actually promoted the pay per view. I mean, they yeah. literally took about five minutes to go, This Sunday, we have no surrender. No, say sacrifice. And they actually showed you the card, how to order it. And that's something yeah. that, 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 that normally they, they do not do. So I want, for once, to give to credit for actually promoting this shit.
5: I totally, t- I told JJ that today. I totally think it was a great show, and they did a great job of selling their pay per view on Sunday. They did a great job of setting up for it, number one. They did a great job of teasing the card, number two. And on paper, where TNA is usually at their best is on pay-per-view, on paper, this looks to be a good show. We'll get to that in just a minute. They go back to the commercial break after the uh, knockouts match. They show a limo arriving, and uh, Mike today asks if that might be the Spike TV rep. We'll get back to that in a second. Beer Money Vignette airs uh, highlighting their career. It's a good video package. I thought they did a great job with that. Uh, Matt Hardy comes out, and this is where they introduce Chris Harris as Matt Hardy's tag team partner for this Sunday. Harris doesn't say anything, just stands in the ring. Um, Wookie Mush in the chat room says something I said to JJ today. I really think a guy that's growing on me in this company. And I didn't want to like him because I thought there was something weird about him. But the way he's fighting lends to to his body style and his look. And it really makes the complete package. I think Crimson looks great right now. And doing that Muay Thai fighting style that he's doing, where he grabs him by the head. And he's using the knees and doing the high kicks and shit. That's exactly what they use as a fighting style for guys that are built like that. And he's a hundred percent right on, so I hope they don't squash him because um, he's really he's looking solid right now. So Crimson's one of my favorite guys too, uh, Wookie. And uh, let's hope they don't screw that up. Uh, Sangriento versus Suicide. This bothers me a little.
3: You mean you mean TNA's version of Sin Cara?
5: Right, and that's what I'm getting at. Like JJ Knight said this morning. They need to stop worrying about everybody else and worry about themselves. Again, this is the WWE trying to, or TNA trying to be the WWE. WWE debuts uh, Sin Cara, boom, all of a sudden we've got Sangriento.
3: AKA The Amazing Red.
5: Ashley says it best in the chat room Suicide versus Sangriento. Equals Daniels versus Amazing Red. I'd rather it just be Daniels and Amazing Red.
3: I don't think it's Daniels doing so right now. It's the Japanese wrestler. Oh, really? I don't think it's Daniels.
5: Yeah. Well, whoever it is, if you've already got a Japanese wrestler, why recreate Sangriento?
3: I don't know, but you no. Know, the one thing I did take out of the match was actually the intro, and Kriti Hemi. She is growing on me as a ring announcer.
5: Oh, she's doing a great job, and I can't wait for her to be on the show so I can tell her that, or you
3: can tell her that. I mean, that is something that, that like as a fan, I grew up having. A, we we grew up having a female ring announcer, and right. WWE tried it with Lauren Mayhew. It failed, and now Tina are trying it with Fritziemi, and it's working because we all know who she is. Right. And I think she like what she's been doing, doing what now for like two like two weeks, three weeks, and she's improving week by week. And I really think that she she bec- will, will become a fantastic ring announcer, but we will oh. see. Uh, I agree
5: with you. I agree with you on that. I, I I I just this whole Sangriento thing just pisses me off because it's a blatant rip off.
3: Even, even his entrance is the same. You know minus the mean, uh trampoline.
5: Well, that he hasn't almost broken his neck trying to do it three times.
3: Well like and this is something I brought before, Sinkara only broke his neck when the or, or like when they try to have him run down the ring without looking at the trampoline. Ever since then, he stopped, paused, and looked at the ring. And that entrance is actually, like, live is fantastic. Yes, we see the trampoline, but it still looks fantastic.
5: Do we have a finishing move name for him yet? Uh, it's it, basically it was, like, a, a blind, it's like a blind diamond cutter.
3: Oh, I don't know. I'm guessing we call it the springboard diamond cutter.
5: Springboard RKO.
3: No, don't say that because then one Randy Orton would, then Orton would be pissed off and he'll start nicking our moves and gimmicks trade. Don't don't say that.
5: Well, it's not like they're gonna get on Twitter and talk about wrestlers taking each other's Wait, never mind. <laughs> they get a commercial again after the uh, little backstage segment with Immortal, where Flair and uh, not backstage but ringside promo, where Flair and, and Bischoff and Hogan come out demanding that the network rep get his or her ass out there right now. Oh, but wait, let's go to commercial. I thought that was kind of stupid.
3: That was a That's bad surprise
5: for
3: That is because they actually had to reshoot it. They, uh, they, they reshoot that whole segment. Oh, just really? Yes, yeah, just because when uh, Mick Ferry did his announcement, uh, he, he said that, um, or his words were, Impact is now gone. And he didn't really say why. And then they re it when he said, uh, Impact now gone. We are now Impact Wrestling.
1: Okay.
3: So they had to reshoot the whole segment just to fit one line in. All
5: right. Well, we all know now that Mick Foley is the network rep. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, that's a bit bizarre.
3: I mean, I it's mean, a little
5: scratch it... into the heady.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure they would want it to be Dixie Carter. because
5: I, I thought that was the original plan.
3: Yeah, I mean, Where they were I going to say, that. okay,
5: Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan won the court case and took over the company, but Dixie's gone and one upped him by becoming a member of the network that owns the company's TV future in the palm of the tan.
3: Yeah, I called that ages ago, didn't I? I said, I'm saying news live. As soon as, soon as they, they announced the uh, network, I was like, yeah, that'd be Dixie Carter. But I'm thinking this whole apparent lawsuit between Dixie Carter, her husband, and. Apparently, uh, Karen Jarrett might have to do with that because David Card's not around. She is still president, but she's not around. Huh. And have to, and have Mick around. It's uh, like don't get me wrong, Mick Foley's really a great guy, but he's oh, yeah. not someone that you would link with the network. To me, that makes little. sense. Well,
5: it's kind of reprising his role of commissioner in the WWE. It's a way of putting Mick in a bad jacket with sweatpants and a fucked up shirt and braiding his hair. And prancing him out on TV, giving him a position of authority, kind of like they sit on, on Impact. Little checks and balances between, you know, the, the network, which is the good guys, and you know the people that are running the show, the bad guys in Immortal. So right. Foley is your rep, and he announces China, who gets a huge pop in the Impact Zone.
3: Yeah, I mean, that crowd, that is probably the biggest pop that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And e- and even though I have read the spoilers, I was still marking out like, like crazy because, she, like I say, she looks great. She looks like she could go rest for a whole year. We'll we have to see how, how much ring must she has inside, like, in the ring. But I think if she's got no ring muscle, she will be a fantastic asset as soon as they sign her to a contract.
5: Right. right now I, 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 I hope and I pray. And again... Those of us that live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones because I've made jokes in the past myself. But at a time where we've lost so many people in the business to drugs and alcohol, and they get out of the limelight, they get their lives go to shit. You know, we're all the time hearing about these wrestlers that are, you know, in rehab and relapsing and going back for their second set of rehab. You know, let's hope that China keeps her shit together, and becomes a viable asset to this company now that she's back on television. Um, Because this is a step in the recovery process. You know, now she's back on TV. She's ready to work again. She's ready to get down and get dirty. You know, let's hope that, that this works. Because I know that everybody flips out, oh my God, they brought back China. Well, you hypocritical pieces of shit. You know, I mean, give give it up. Y'all are bitching just a bitch anymore, and it's getting on my last goddamn nerve.
3: But and you know? I, I think I think the great thing with China after this storyline, she has many different storylines that she could involve in. She is not oh, yeah. a one-dimensional wrestler, right? They have yeah. many storylines. They have many fuse. Like I say, Mickey James versus China, uh, Victoria versus China, Madison Ray versus China, Love versus China, she, beautiful she people versus China. You know, she could wrestle the whole like roster for a whole year, and then if need be, she can go kick some of the men's asses. I mean, she could take that TV title away from um, Gunner for like a... You and know I, I mean? would
5: mind. I wouldn't mind seeing her getting a program where she's in a program with a man, and the man gets the best her and you know says, "This is why it's a male dominated sport, bitch." Blah blah blah. And she makes a phone call, and Billy Gunn shows up because he's still got he's still got game, and he's still in good shape.
3: It would be well, yeah,
5: a good I, asset to the TNA company if they would use him correctly.
3: Well, I like, as, as you said on wrestling news live, Billy Gunn looks in great shape. I saw a picture of him from from uh, Legend of the Ring. He looks in great shape, and, and like I say, the fan would know who he is. I mean, if you bring out the Red Dog and Billy Gunn on impact, that'll get a good pop. So let's see. I mean, who knows they have a the history that? that
5: we're all aware of, right? And yeah. he,
3: and Kine aren't afraid to play off the X. I mean. When uh, Billy Gunn first debuted in TNA in two thousand and five, and when Sean, Sean Woman returned, they go, "Oh, we we now have three thirds, which of course with Billy Gunn, Road Dogg, and X-Pac of the group, for we know as the X." So it went, like I say, it wouldn't shock me to see uh, Billy Gunn return one day because, like, like I say, he's a great asset to any company, and China is a great asset to TNA if they push her in the right, right way and just don't release her after this uh, this Sunday.
5: In a match that I think was way, way too short. I don't know what happened, but they ended up cutting this match short. A triple threat match. The Monster Abyss with brand new music uh, versus Crimson and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe um, beat the shit out of both guys for a lot of the match. Um, Abyss didn't have control very much at all. He was just a punching bag in there. But he did land a couple of black hole slabs. And it was a pretty neat ending to a very short match. As the uh, monster abyss hit the black hole slam on Samoa Joe and Crimson then took took abyss out before he could get the pinfall and threw him out of the ring and then jumped on Samoa Joe to get the one, two, three building up a feud now between Samoa Joe and Crimson Crimson, who is undefeated as a singles wrestler since becoming a TNA wrestler or an impact wrestling wrestler. Uh, apparently they said last night Samoa Joe has taken notice of his undefeated streak. And, you know, although it has been a couple of months, it doesn't compare to the year and a half Samoa Joe run that he had. And so that's why Samoa Joe is upset with Crimson. And the fact that Crimson pinned him last night, one, two, three, probably adds fuel to said fire.
3: And there's a good chance now at Sunday we'll probably see Samoa Joe cost Crimson. His undefeated streak. You think this
4: course,
3: early? I mean, yeah. I think this I mean, that or Joe comes out and just destroys both Abyss and Crimson, but there's no way that this that this match will go go on without a run in. Either it's no DQ no no sorry, either it's DQ or Abyss wins via run in from some other Joe.
5: Now, we had the network come to the ring and announce earlier that the main event has changed. The main event is now a 25-man battle royal over-the-top rope winner, getting a number one contender shot at the winner of the Sting RVD match to be held at the next pay-per-view. Your contestants in the battle royal were Douglas Williams, Magnus, Orlando Jordan, Anarchia, I had to look twice to say that because it smelled so weird, Eric Young, Shannon Moore, Jesse Neal, Robbie E., Kazarian, Matt Hardy, James Storm, Robert Roode, Daniels, Hernandez, uh, Matt Morgan, Scott Steiner, d The Pope, making his final TNA appearance, AJ Styles, Bully Ray, Tommy Dreamer, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, Mr. Anderson, and Gunner. And JJ said that it was too predictable, although he's a big fan of the big battle royals, he already knew the final four before they got there. I'm not so sure that I did. I didn't think Bully Ray would make it to the final four, but he did.
3: No, Bully Ray right now is like the biggest heel, which is kind of scary because
5: yeah, I never so, saw he's Bri-Ve. doing a good job because I don't like the guy. I hope the guy you know catches syphilis.
3: But I mean, I mean, I, I, mean you know, I don't really like his character. I mean, I well, was He's
5: a dick in, re- in real life, though. So I mean, he's not really playing a character. He really is kind of a fucking bully.
3: Did you uh, get a chance to watch this week's spin cycle for, for TNA? No, because I did not. It was Matt Hardy, Bully Ray, Rosita, and one. Of, it was but um, Bully Rude, and that show went on for about fifteen minutes. And every comment that Bully Ray made towards towards Rosita was racist. Every joke was a Mexican joke. Really? And that pissed me off. Yeah, every joke, like they they asked, um, cause like. The whole show is about like um, confessions, and Bri raises something upon up the lines of like Rosita's f- favorite sw- uh, sport is swimming, and that she was a fence jumper. I was like, "Wow, really?" Wow. I mean, if you watch it, every single comment toward Rosita was racist.
5: Well, he's like, a dick get- in real life. I mean, he's he doesn't want to do interviews. He doesn't want to be bothered by fans when they're out in public. The whole TNA roster can be sitting in a bar, and this motherfucker will be sitting there. And you walk up to him and introduce yourself. And he's like, "Fuck you! I don't want to talk to you."
3: Well, fuck no, you know, back, Jack. I know N A T said that his character. No, it wasn't like. If go watch it. Go watch a spin cycle on a. I think it's on the YouTube page for TNA, and that like. I get the idea of, of him being a hill, but when every single comment towards Vegeta was racist. Well, I mean, I'm not, mind.
5: again, those of us that live in glass houses can't throw rocks because I'm I'm not racist. I just think it's funny to make racial comments once in a while.
3: <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, like, it, it, it crossed the line. It, it was like someone, like uh, Blu Br- ray kept saying to Vedita, uh, uh, oh, do you uh, do you have your green card in order? Damn. Or, like, Wow, really? It's not even funny. I mean, I'll get you the uh, the audio at some point so you can watch it, but for a non-stop pirate toward the talent, it's fucking ridiculous.
5: Uh, All right, well, what... your main event winner, uh, predictably, um, which I, I guess I should say predictably because I was kind of pulling for Kurt Angle myself, but it didn't work out that way. Uh, Mr. Anderson!
3: And Anderson!
5: Uh, Douchebag is your winner, and uh, he cut a promo and called Sting his bitch, and it's almost like he forgot that RVD was even a part of the the factor, and the the announcers had to sell. Oh well, don't count out RVD.
3: Yeah, I don't really see RVD winning at the pay per view. I mean, no. it makes no sense. I mean,
5: no.
3: if, if 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 you look at the card, I mean, AJ stars versus uh, Dreamer. Do you really see Dreamer winning that match in Like, in in a real fight, <laughs> who would you expect to win? A 50-year-old Tommy Dreamer or a 26-year-old AJ Styles?
5: Well, you know, I don't know. Dreamer's a pretty bad dude. Don't cut him short. Um, AJ's a pretty, good, pretty bad dude himself in the prime of his career and shape, but I think it's going to end up being Anderson Sting at... Slammiversary, or whatever's next.
3: Yeah, I think it's it is next. Yeah, next. All in all, is...
5: all in all, I gave TNA an A. I think they made big strides in the right direction. But again, the problem with TNA is it's a dance. It's two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, three steps back, one step forward, four steps back. You know, we came out of that pay per view last month all ready to just crown TNA the be-all, end-all of wrestling, period. And like we said on that show, let's wait and see what happens. They fizzled for a couple weeks and then, boom, hit the home run. So let's wait and see what happens tomorrow, right, and like, or Sunday, rather, on the pay-per-view.
3: And I think that with a good go-home show, I would expect to see a pretty decent buy rate. I mean, don't go insane with your predictions. But I think TNA have done well to have done well to push this pay per view, and I hope that the fans buy it because TNA right now is in a te- is, is in a time of of changing they've gone from Impact Wrestling, no sorry, to Impact Wrestling. So right. I, I I expect to see a, a wrestling heavy show, which I think will Well, be in
5: case you're on the fence, um, here is your Sacrifice lineup, which Sacrifice always one of my favorite pay per views, but. Uh, You know, this pay per view with everything going into it that we know and the usual surprise that happens live has a chance to be one of the better selling pay per views in the history of TNA. I believe. That's just my opinion. With that being said, your lineup for TNA Sacrifice in no particular order Brian Kendrick versus Robbie E., Abyss versus Crimson. Mexican America versus Ink Ink, AJ Styles versus Tommy Dreamer for reasons we still don't know that Tommy will not divulge. I think the thing they're doing with Tommy Dreamer is he is at a crossroads in his life where he is at a point where he is, uh, you know, either going to try to continue or hang him up. He doesn't know which. He's, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Oh, inconclusive. No, it's basically when a man goes crazy because he's not, he's, he's, he's getting older
3: midlife crisis,
5: midlife crisis. That's what I'm looking for. Tommy's having his midlife wrestling crisis right now. He doesn't know whether he's still got enough left in the tank to continue or if he should go ahead and ride off into the sunset and bully Ray has some kind of control over Tommy in that regard.
3: I'm probably guessing it has something to do with they'll say that his connected is up soon and that believe Ray has promised to uh, have a more off contract as long as he keeps doing his his work.
5: Something along those lines.
3: That's my guess. Uh, Kurt
5: Angle and China versus Jeff Jarrett and Karen Jarrett. Knockouts title Mickey James versus Madison rain If Mickey wins, Terra is set free for those of you wondering why Tara would ever be under contract to Madison Rain, Madison Rain went through a string of knockouts where she beat them. And the stipulation was the loser leaves the show. And Tara was one of them who was in a contract dispute at the time and, uh, did not resign. So the company did what they had to do. They put her in a match where the loser leaves town and Tara lost. Well, then they brought her back as the biker chick that was helping Tara or was helping Madison win And retaining her knockout title, only do we find out that it was Tara and that she was under a personal contract to Madison rain much like Alex Riley is under a contract to The Miz. Um, This just happens to be one instance where TNA had that storyline going before The Miz on WWE.
3: Um, That that, that match seemed a bit too obvious. I mean,. it I mean, does.
5: That's why I'm worried about when it comes time to pick it tomorrow. What I'm going to do?
3: I'm thinking, and this is my prediction, because Mickey James has, has done everything she can to face. She, I think she'll turn I, heel. I think I, she will get DQ'd, I, I, so that, that Tara has to stay oh, okay. under the contract of of O'Malley. Oh,
5: okay. I don't know if I go that far yet. Mickey Mickey James, James is their knockout cash cow right now. I don't think they're turning her heel anytime soon. But that's just me. Um, also on the card, the X-Division title, Kazarian defending against Max Buck. Tag team titles in the uh, co-main event, Beer Bunny versus Matt Hardy and Chris Harris, making his return to TNA Impact. And the World Heavyweight Championship, Sting versus Rob Van Dam. So all in all, a good pay-per-view on paper. Well, Let's just see what happens. We'll find out Sunday. In the meantime, JJ, get that break music ready. We're going to take a short break here on Unplugged. Uh, We will come back, and when we do, the sensational sequel will join us to talk some video games, some movies, some man stuff, some nonsense, some shenanigans, some tomfoolery, if you will. If you have a penis, you'll probably like the next segment because it's all about guys and shit we like. So get ready for it. We'll do that next, right here on Unplugged. Stick around.
1: Just in case you forgot, I am the phenomenal AJ Styles. I am the most decorated wrestler There's no in money. TNA history.
0: There's no I invented Only the expectation. Obsession. I made I the ultimate X famous. I'm on top of the world. am obsession. WrestlingOnline.com, the official news source of Wrestling News Live. If you're looking for the latest news in the world of MMA and professional wrestling, log on to www.wrestling-online.com and sign up for the largest and longest running newsletter on the internet today with over 26,000 subscribers and over 3,000 issues. And the best part, just like WNL, it's free! Once again, that's www.wrestlingonline.com.
1: Warrior, low key, and you are listening to the SNS Radio Network.
3: And we are back here on Unplug. I am Chris K., Headlockheadlines head- dot head- head- com's editor, owner, whatever you want to call me, and I am joined here by the sensation. Uh, yeah, Sean. I'm going here by Sean. Sean, what's so on your
4: mind, buddy? sequel? Maybe? Possibly? Yeah. I don't...
5: Spit that shit out, you <laughs> foreign fuck.
4: <laughs> what's on oh what your gone. mind, man? Uh, I guess okay. on a
5: limited budget, this is the best we've got to work with tonight.
4: Which one, me or him? Him. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, things are going good. I'm hoping that the power doesn't go back out again, because that kind of caught me off guard when it did. Um, just kind of preparing myself for uh for this Sunday, Preparing myself actually for the show tonight. I've got a lot of news to talk about. So uh I know there's some stuff that I know Trey would want to talk about and unfortunately um JJ is sick, but I have some big news for him about his one of his favorite series of games. So let's jump straight into that. And let's go with uh, my first news story will be for JJ. Um, Hitman Absolution has been revealed as the next Hitman game. And they will be using the Avatar mocap. Which, if you don't know what that is, the Avatar motion capture is basically the newest... (laughs) Ding. It's time for the winner. Avatar motion cap is the newest uh, motion capturing system out there. Uh, James Cameron used it in the Avatar... And it's supposed to be the most high tech uh, system out there. So they're hoping that this new storyline, this new avatar, uh, this new mocap um, will help hopefully push for the next Hitman film, which they're hoping will go in the similar direction and they will both speak the same language, uh, as in the theme and style the game is. Um, the way this is looking, uh, a preview trailer, teaser trailer came out and it showed. The uh, Agent 47 twisting on a silencer with the gloves. And then you see a, I'm guessing it was a Viper, uh, surrounding uh, one of his signature silver guns. Uh, it looked absolutely amazing, and it's definitely making a lot of people stand up kind of quick and realize, hey, um, we've got this great game coming out. Let's take a look at this. Uh, we're not going with that yet. Not going with that. Um, Alan Wake if you've never heard of the game, you should definitely check it out. It was a great sleeper hit that came out when Red Dead Redemption came out. Um, it, w- it became one of my favorite games of 2010, um, and actually beat out Red Dead Redemption for my favorite pick. I know is going to hate me for that, but Alan Wake was actually a very good um, thriller, mess-with-your-mind type game. Um, really good game if you get a chance to go check it out. Go check it out, but... Um, There was a new Alan Wake confirmed, but it's not Alan Wake 2. Um, They're saying it may be an episodic type of Alan Wake game. They haven't actually um, fully announced it. They've just kind of said, hey, there's a new Alan Wake coming out, but it's not Alan Wake 2, and it's not DLC. So we shall definitely see what... um, I was looking for the Remedy. Uh, We shall see what Remedy has in store for Alan Wake as it did... Ends on some pretty um, cliffhanger notes. So we shall see what's coming out with that. Hmm. Um, just talked about Hitman Absolution. They will be making a huge announcement at E3 about that. Um, Soul Calibur 5 was announced this week to be coming out in 2012. Um, not, I'm not a huge fan of Soul Calibur myself, but I know a lot of people are. Um, it will be re- launching in 2012 on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Um, Should be a good game. Uh, Definitely looking forward to it. The last Soul Calibur had uh, Yoda and Darth Vader on different systems in the beginning, and then they've basically crossed over into the other systems later on. Uh, We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, If you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, the original Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat Arcade Collection is going to bring the original trilogy, Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3, to the Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network when it comes up, Um, later on this summer, late this summer, uh, for about 800 800, 800 Microsoft points and $10. It'll also be releasing to the PC through uh, Windows, Games for Windows, or Windows for Games, something like that. Um, Ghost Recon, uh, Future Soldier, has been delayed. It is now coming out in quarter one, 2012. Um, if you have not seen the trailers that they have, or any of the previews they have had for this game, um, it is looking to push uh, squad gaming and squad controls to the next level with um, invisibility and different types of things. Uh, Ghost Recon is definitely a great series out there, and is definitely worth the time to check out. So it's definitely looking to be good. Um, Crelly, did you ever get a chance to play the game Warhawk? I did it. oh yeah I I paid bit yeah Okay Warhawk um, Yeah Warhawk was a basically a type of flying game that was basically a multiplayer only I'm out uh, Okay <laughs> Um they announced today they announced this week actually I'm sorry um that there was a new game coming out called Starhawk um which brings the game into the future on the PS3 not much was announced other than, yeah, not much was announced, really. I'm sorry to say that. Um, well,
3: if it, if it's an online game only, that's a bad marketing idea right now, considering our pitch and fucked.
4: Uh Actually, there's a part in here that says it adds a single-player story mode. Oh, so, uh, that's
3: good, dear. That's good. It, that yeah. means that half the game will work.
4: <laughs> wow. Yeah, half the game will work. Thank you, Corelli. Um... I, I want to get a chance to play Warhawk, but I'll definitely have to wait a few weeks until all the major games come out and the PSN is back up. Because uh, Warhawk did look like one of those games that looked very interesting and definitely looked like a chance to uh, actually enjoy the PSN a little bit more than I usually would.
3: So, but it was a bit annoying because you'd be fine and and they'd burn out the sky and piss you off because you had no idea who shot you. <laughs> that game that that game uh, caused me hours of rage quitting and punching stuff. So unless you have a nice temper, you will there's be, holes. You will be pu-
5: there's holes yeah, there's in the th- walls all over the sitting room.
3: It is like because like you, you'll be flying along, bang, what the f because like there's like there's no kill cap So you're wondering what the hell killed you. And it's rather annoying, but still a re- a really good game.
4: Yeah, so I, but I really do want to get a good chance. Starhawk uh will apparently be coming out in the future. That's all it really says. Uh, so I'm not really curious. And, you know, since we, were, since we just mentioned PSN, I definitely thought I had to mention this. Um, IDOS and DOSX, the websites, were hacked today or hacked this week. Um, and apparently the people who hacked them gained resumes and site registration emails were obtained. Um, they said about 2,500 different resumes – oh, excuse me, three, 350 applicant resumes for different jobs and all that from Square Enix, Idos Montreal um, were acquired by the, by whoever hacked them. Um, on the website it said, owned by Chippy1337, then it actually offered uh, some names below it. Um, a few people actually of those names came out and straight up said, we are being framed by a, a another hacking group that is uh, looking to um, pull us, put us down basically. Um, uh, one of the names was Venusian. Um When he was contacted, he basically said, it wasn't us, please get us off the site, it definitely wasn't us. Um, also on the site was a IRC chat, and they're saying that our IRC chat has been taken down as of uh, the posting of the joystick, which was 948 this morning. Um, about 25,000 email addresses were taken, which is quite a large number of email addresses but uh the the biggest thing was three hundred and fifty job applicant resumes were stolen. Now and, why
5: do they do this? Why do they why do they break into a site to get this kind of shit? What do they use
4: it for? Um a lot of a lot of people I'm trying to think of it how um it could be said. Um sometimes hacking groups do this as a way of getting into their group. Like a gang would have a jumping in or you'd have to go do something to get into the gang, sometimes this is how hacking groups get their their, their crew, their members. Um, and that's what a lot of people are thinking this is.
5: Initiation.
4: Initiation, yes, that's the word. I'm sorry. Um, okay. A lot of people think that's also... Th- that This group that hacked the, um, the IDOS, DOSEX, and Square Enix sites were, act- were also the same group that may have hacked um, PSN, and all that, because Anonymous has definitely claimed they were not responsible, but at the same time, it could have been a, as I said last week, a splinter cell of Anonymous that wanted to basically make their own name. Right. So um, more news will definitely be coming out about this. It's really big news. I mean, a lot of places are getting hacked right now, so it's really big. Um, A lot of people are questioning why it was IDOS, DOSX, and Square Enix. Um, I'm really hoping to get some more information on that at, at least by next week. Um, I'm trying but, to think of what
5: their main titles are. The first thing that comes to mind is Tomb Raider.
4: Uh, Dosex is the is the newest one that's coming out. It's called Dosex Human Revolution. Um, okay. It's coming out in August of this year. It's actually a huge sequel to um, a lot of their other games which are actually known as Dosex. Um, it's D-E-U-S-E-X and that's basically yeah. the whole title. Um, Dosex. Huh? Deuce. Do yeah, Dosex, Ducex, Dose uh has a lot of different um sounding ways. Um it's a big PC game. Uh, it did come out for the PS two, I believe, uh back in the day when it came out. Um but it's definitely a lot of a lot of interesting. Um I don't want that one. Let's see. We'll leave that one for a second. Um the biggest one of the other biggest news to come out, stories to come out this week is Microsoft bought Skype. Um, and they plan to add support for it with the Connect and Xbox Live. If this is true, then it's definitely going to be big news if they add it to Xbox Live because then, um, as I made a joke to JJ earlier in the week, I could basically be playing L.A. Noire, our star, um, Grand Theft Auto, and then it's time to do a show, and I'll just pop on Xbox Live and uh, start doing the show through my, my Xbox. Um, it's pretty I cool.
3: I think we all know that happened because <clears throat> in case you missed it the progress and the progress and VRAM was just one big rant towards how Microsoft had broken Skype for
4: man. <laughs> I no no offense to the PWR, but um it's not Microsoft that broke Skype. It's definitely not. Microsoft is looking to definitely take Skype and make it better. I mean, well, there's no there's no way they can destroy skype any worse than it is i mean we're using skype tonight and we're sounding great other than the fact my power went out about an hour ago i mean
3: but like i don't i and i think this is true they're not looking to remove it from any other software they're gonna keep it how it is and like you say just involve it in the connect
5: right i'm yeah. never, they're not gonna take it away from the computer people like us that use it for these radio shows that'd be
3: stupid they're gonna yep. just
5: grow they're not gonna, they're not gonna, they're not going to trim they're going to grow
4: right they definitely will and um so w- one part of this biggest news is is that there was actually going to be a PSP app call it with that, that went along with Skype um it was basically like a Skype Skype client for the PSP and they were going to do it for the PS3 also um there's no news right now if that is still going to be coming out but um there the the major rumor is that the PSP will still get the Skype app um, later well, his, on.
3: Well, here's the thing that requires the internet. That requires PSN. Now <laughs> we don't have that right now, so that would be us
4: Yeah, uh, it's, it's just one of those things that that adds on to everything else. And we have a winner um, as the ding represents. Um, and it's kind of funny that the ding is coming every time that that we talk about PSN. So. Um, um,
3: did you hear sorry. about? Apparently, um, they've actually got up PSN to a degree where they've now got internal testing.
4: And they, um, they the the major rumor, sorry, Crowley, the major rumor going around that right now is that some developers have access to the PSN and are basically trying to, um, save what they've got on there because they don't want any problems like they they're, they're having right now. Um, and there is some internal testing going on, but, uh, there's still the word going around that the PSN will not be up until about the 31st, right, right before E3 is set to go. Um, so it's really curious if, um, if that's going to be true. Um, I'm curious to see what more news stories come out and what will be happening, um, what will be happening and everything. So it's definitely going to be a lot of, um, a lot of speculation until they come out and say, hey, we're about ready to come back with the PSN. So, I mean, it's well, really curious.
3: I can't wait until E3, and if they have no online working, they have, they go, okay, well, this, this is our brand-new game. Uh, here's the uh, campaign mode. Now, it does have online, but that's kind of broken. So just look at this for a few hours, and you might want to buy the game because... We decided not to fix a PSN and give you a shitty product for free. So please buy our please buy our console because it's half broken and we need your money. I mean, if they if they do not have PSN up by E3, this could be or it is already, but it could be a terrible um, financial loss if they do not have P- PSN up by E3 because of course they they need a sh- they, they need a show online play and you, and oh. you can't do that.
4: Usually what they do with that, um I do I do I do have uh, crap, sorry. Um what they usually do with that is it's local play. Um it's never um online play. It's usually just local play that they have done within the company itself that they'll give multiple copies to different uh people in the in the company and then they'll sit down and record what's going on as it goes. Uh it's never just like online play. 4 there and all that. So I'm, I'm really curious as to what they're going to do for E3 like you said. I mean, it's really curious as to what Sony has up their sleeve for E3 because it's just...
3: Um, I'm really curious. Well, like for, for example, say, like when, when they had the mag demo at E3, I think last year, could you imagine this year if they have an, an online-only PS3 game? Now, here's this game. Unfortunately, we can't do it. Why? Because it's still down. I mean, that, that there, Sean, that there makes me want to buy a game. I can't see it. I'm not allowed to see it because it's broken. As long as they give me my Batman mask, I'm fine. But by the way, I'm still waiting for my mask. They've not sent it to me. I'm upset, Sean. I want my mask. I was going to walk around. I was, I, I was going to parade that Batman mask around to show that I am a diehard PS3 fanboy. And I'm quite upset that I do not have this, 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 this fantastic gift that they give me of the Batman mask. I want it, Sean. I need it.
4: I want it. Of course, that rant was given to you by Crowley, the owner and lead editor of com, and also the fucking foreign kid right here on Unplugged. Um, Yeah, the Batman Mask is still one of those things, but they're also apparently giving out a month of free DC Universe for every month that the uh, that PSN is down, so so any online entertainment is down, they will uh, give out a free month, so if the month... If this month runs out and then they also run into about three days of the next month, I'm pretty sure they'll get two months free of PSN. So it's really curious as to how that goes also. I still want my Batman mask. Uh, yeah. the Batman mask is definitely something that we know you want. Um let's see what else I got right quick before um well, actually, you know you know what? Let's um let's take some calls while we're going through the uh these news news lines real quick so if you, got, if you want to call in and talk about the PSN stuff um, or any gaming news that you have um, do save what you have for Modern Warfare 3 news please because I want to uh, hold that hold off, for, that a off for a second but if you definitely want to talk about it um, definitely come on the air right now and we'll definitely have a conversation yeah call in for gaming right now and then when gaming's over we'll possibly take one or two phone calls for wrestling
5: so what's the big news you had saved for me
4: Modern Warfare 3 has some major leaks today. Um, They have also, because of these leaks, there's a teaser trailer that has been released. Um, And it's basically, the whole storyline is America Under Siege. Is the whole teaser trailer. And I will post that in uh, the Skype chat. And I will also post that in Zap Chat on the website, uh, com. Um, it's definitely worth to take a look. It's mostly audio but and no video, but um, it definitely makes you preparing yourself for what Modern Warfare 3 is going to be. And there was a whole lot of leaks today around what's coming out, who's working on it. Um, no one fully knows who's working on it. It could be three different companies. It could be one company. Um, Infinity Ward is no longer allowed to touch um, any Modern Warfare games at all. Um, there's rumor that Sledgehammer Games, who also created Red Faction and Gorilla, could be the company working on it, and that there could also be another company, Raven Software, working on it. We will find out come E3, because there is a huge reveal coming from Activision about this. What's up, Pike? What's, up? What's up, Trent, the Pope Phoenix? What's up, brother?
1: Uh, not much, man. I figured I said that we're officially on the gaming, and I can pretty much say what I really want to say about PSN. I can do that without having to censor myself a little bit. So I can get my true feelings out. Now, everyone who knows me knows that I have been a PlayStation fanboy all my life. I have had every Sony gaming product that has come my way. I have had the PlayStation 1, I have had the PlayStation 2, I have had the PSP, and I have the PS3. But I now, I feel fucking insulted by Sony. That's me as a person. I feel insulted because of over this PSM situation. I mean, they did not have the type of security, enough, have enough security to stop themselves from getting hacked. I mean, sure, they weren't expecting to get hacked, but you're supposed to have measures in place in case things like this happen. And which is why I have decided that if the PSN is not up by June 1st, I am going to the dark side. And I legitimately mean that. I will be trading my PS3 in and getting myself an Xbox 360. <laughs> I mean, I swore I'd never do.
4: <laughs> well, Pope, you will actually be, um you actually lead me into a little bit of a story right Oof. quick. Bless you, whoever sneezed. Thank you. Um, yes, <laughs> Um, apparently, there's a report coming out that UK retailers are seeing a double doubling in of PSN, PS3 trade-ins due to the PSN outage. Um, that's pretty major news as the PS3 was elite, the leading market in uh, Europe. So seeing this could be the fact that, uh, and a lot of people are picking up the Xbox 360 and the Wii. Um, so this is a big step in what's going on for the PSN. Um, let me
5: let me break it down for you in redneck style. the way I noticed that there was a big difference, and a big switch a couple of weeks ago in the po- in the uh, pawn shop where I do a lot of business and I got some friends that own a pawn shop here in town. they had an entire shelf of Xbox 360s with hard drives and one wireless controller and they were putting them together and selling them for like 130 bucks. Oh they're all gone and now they've got four. PlayStation 3's and that people have come in and traded their PlayStation 3 for the Xbox.
4: Yeah, it's definitely getting major. I mean, what are, are, where are you planning on taking yours to, uh, Pope? Are you taking it to GameStop or are you taking it to a pawn shop?
1: I'm taking mine to GameStop because I do most of my business through GameStop. So
4: Yeah, there's, there's what you go, man. I mean, I'll definitely give GameStop the shout-out because they're definitely making some money off of this. Um, a lot of people are throwing theirs down into the GameStop pits. Uh, as it's known here in, in Campbell June, but um, definitely a lot of people picking up their PS, their, their Xbox 360s, and picking up a Kinect at the same time, having a lot of fun with that. Um, do you plan on getting the Kinect, Trent, or do you plan nope. on? Uh, what's, what's that?
1: Nope, I'm gonna get a. If I have to go through with my plan, I'm gonna get an Xbox 360. I'm oh. gonna get LA. am gonna get some controllers. I'm gonna get LA Nord, and I'm getting Black Ops. And I'm going to make sure I get a year of Xbox Live.
4: There you go, man. Definitely. L.A. Noire comes out next Tuesday. We'll have an exclusive review on Unplugged here next Friday. I will definitely have that for y'all because I plan on staying home all day Wednesday, taking off from work. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to play it. I'm going to enjoy my time. So anything else on your mind,
1: folks? Yeah. yeah. Well, this thing with Modern Warfare 3, I mean, we Re- a uh, modern warfare three now. We all knew this was coming, it was only a matter of time, but now I've heard people you know there's a guy who works in our local game stuff who's told me not to believe anything I hear about modern warfare three because apparently black ops was supposed to be the last Call of Duty. Uh, that uh, uh, no,
4: nah, that's that's definitely not gonna happen. I mean Call of Duty Um, As one person called it, Call of Duty is the magical cow that has the gold milk that flows from the jeweled udders that Activision will never kill off. I mean, once they kill it off, it'll probably be one of the greatest uh, series ever. And Call of Duty has massed over seven, uh, six games now, I believe. And it's massed over $3.9 billion. Probably. Just just look at just
5: look at that franchise as being the John Cena of the WWE Shop Zone.
4: <laughs> the the yep. money this thing's making, I mean, it's just not... If they get rid of it, then the gaming industry, as we know it, may as well just die. And you
3: speak of, like, of, of all the uh, release news. Uh, Robert Bowling uh, tweeted, A lot of hype and leak info on Modern Warfare 3. Some still accurate, some not um try to avoid spoilers uh... that will, will ruin the experience. I'll, 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 wait, I'll wait for the real thing. So there is some news out there that, that's legit, some's fake, but I've read some of the news and if most of it's legit 20, 20 new maps on the new COD game.
4: That's gonna be epic. Twenty new maps, uh... fifteen missions that will take you across a dozen different cities including New York, Paris, London. Um, the storylines follow Russian Federal Protective Agencies uh, SAS operated up a tank gunner, an AC-130 gunner, and also following the storylines of uh, some old Modern Warfare characters, and including some new ones named Frost and Sandman. Um, They're also including the new Spec Ops, the Spec Ops which comes back from Modern Warfare 2. Um, will have a new survival mode, or as a lot of Xbox players know it as, the Horde mode from Gears of War.
1: Now, what are wars have they done Call of Duty games for? I know they've done, I know they did World War Two, and I know they did Vietnam. But what other are, what are wars have they done in the Call
4: of Duty series? Um, Call of Duty has basically been World War Two, and um, now Vietnam, I guess, with uh, Black Ops. Uh, or not Vietnam? That's more of uh, Cold War style. Yes, uh, I'm not sure. You need that's, to do
1: they should do totally do one for the Iraq War, and maybe somewhere down the line they can do one like Call of Duty. The death of Bin Laden, like the whole game, you had to go the whole game. The game is like one thing long, and it's like you had to go in and kill Bin Laden, and then like it spawns like a whole war, like a whole fictional war. I think that would be an interesting idea.
4: There would probably be a lot of controversy behind that due to the fact that of what it is. Um, I definitely see one of the like the parody games, like Serious Sam or uh, Duke Nukem or something like that, coming out with something like that. But uh, I don't see Activision doing anything like that with the Call of Duty series.
1: So, so wait a is Socom is Navy SEALs, and the SEALs are the ones that killed Bin Laden. Why not do DLC for Socom Four? Maybe a Death of Bin Laden DLC for Socom. <laughs>
0: Oh my! So let's,
1: wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I forgot. PSN is down.
5: Yeah, SoCom, SoCom executives are pissed off right now. I can tell you that.
3: As long as they give me a Batman mask, I'm fine. I mean, it can be painted on, I don't care. Every game I now own needs to be have a DLC Batman mask. I mean, wrestling, shooting games, my football game, everything must now have a Batman mask in it. Then I'm You're, happy.
5: You and your Batman. Mask. All right, Pope. We got to run, buddy. All right, bro. Take care, Pope. That's going to drop open a line. That means somebody else can call in if you want to call in and talk a little bit about the uh, video games. And, Pope, we will welcome you with open arms to the dark side of the 360 family. Join us. In a yes. world where one black man's PSN is down for two months, he joins the dark side with one JJ Sexa all caps, the Trey Dog, Canadian Horseman, Deadeye, Mac Daddy, and a long list of others who band together to play Black Ops until early, early in the morning.
4: <laughs> uh, on that note, Trey, have you, see, have you played the new maps yet?
5: Yeah, Concept and I, uh, a couple weeks ago or a week ago, whatever the day was that they came out, whatever day it was that they came out, we had a wrestling news live that night, and just before we started to go off the air, uh, we were sitting there just talking about video games and how I was going to jump on Black Ops, and Concept sent me a private message. Map pack comes out tonight. He went to the store and bought the map pack for me and him. And we stayed awake until 5 o'clock in the morning until we could download it right out, right as soon as it came out. And it's weird because there were three of us in the party, all in different locations. Like, he's in the Jersey Shore, I'm in the Midwest, and the other guy was on, I believe, the East Coast. And he got it first, and then Concept got it, and then I got it, which was really backwards. It came to the Midwest last. But, uh, yeah, we downloaded it as soon as it became available. It was really weird because... As soon as we logged in that night, on Black Ops, it said it's available now in the store. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't there. And so a little little bit later on, it said it was available on the uh, Xbox 360 Dash. And we went there, and we started to download it, but it would come up with an error while you tried to download it. And then eventually, about an hour after that, it was available in the store, and we were able to get it that night and play it. Um, I'll give you my review of those maps if you'd like.
4: Um, I we can them. definitely uh, talk about that because I, I have had the chance to play some myself. I have played those a
5: uh, hundred times by now. Um, i got to be honest with you, the zoo I like a lot. Um, lots of places to uh, hide, but there's a lot of open territory to just run and gun. Um, the map I don't like the most, and I'm... I'm a little different than everybody else. Most people I've talked with hate the hotel map because it's done in Camp City on the hotel map.
4: I actually Um, like the hotel myself because of the fact that the elevator is there in the buildings. It's a lot of fun to use that elevator. Yeah, yeah.
5: Um, The map that I don't like, I think it's a clusterfuck. I think everybody ends up jammed up in the middle is Convoy.
4: Yeah, because everybody wants to get at one spot that's in the middle, in in the middle of the uh, the, the overpass where that, there's that hole.
5: I think it's just too small of a map. Um, I just I don't like it because number one, my biggest problem right now, and the guys that play with me are well aware of this. Ninety percent of the time when I get killed, it's from behind. <laughs> I, I it's, people walk up behind me and shoot me or stab me, and it's like God damn it. And the reason is I don't have the Turtle Beach headset, so I don't hear them. If I had a headset, I'd hear them sneaking up behind
3: me. JD got no, sorry, sorry Trey got shot in, shot from behind by by the Gay Avenger. Carry no, on.
5: no, no Gay Avenger calls. Shut up and pipe down until we talk to you. Um, basically, Convoy sucks. I hate it. Um, hotel, I kind of like, even though a lot of people are down on it. um they they bitch about campers well you know what if a guy's camping and he kills me i make it my life's mission to get back to where he is to 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 kill him back and if they're they're camping then they're generally still in the same place so it doesn't bother me as much now there are some some campers do get on my nerves when they're camping in a ridiculous place you know or they're just sitting in a corner i hate that shit but if they're camping in a high-traffic area, it makes sense. Hell, I do it sometimes, I won't lie. But, I mean, if you're, if you're camping a corner that's very rarely used, it just pisses me off when I get killed by those guys. So I, uh, I, I like the new maps. I like, I like Zoo a lot. I'm really down on uh, Convoy. Hotel is cool, and Scrapyard's pretty cool. The only problem I'm having right now is that I just uh, re-prestiged, so I'm still getting my weapons back. But the thing I don't like about it is it's more Black Ops than Modern Warfare 2. Black Ops, basically, I'm sick of putting a fucking clip in a guy and then him turning around and shooting me one time and fucking killing me. And there's just something off with their calibration. And a lot of people talk about that. So I know it's not just me. Um but yeah basically that's just the gist of it. Scrapyard is great. Um zoo is great, hotel's a lot of fun, depending on the people you're playing with, and uh convoy sucks donkey ass.
4: You should definitely try out the Call of the Dead uh zombie pack. Um that came out came out with it. Uh it's I don't really like good. that either. You don't like it?
5: No. I played with uh Canadian horsemen and Deadeye, and another buddy of ours. And if you're not all on the same fucking page, you're toast.
4: Yeah, if if you've never played the same thing, if you haven't played it at least once or twice and know what's going on, everybody has to know what's going on at the same time before you actually try to um, play a zombie map. I mean, that's one of the worst parts about it. But, I mean, it's a lot of fun if everybody knows what's going on, then you can all basically do what you need to do to get around uh, what's going on. Do you guys
5: I've, have uh, anything that you want to add for a final thought? Because I know JJ is not feeling well. Um, let's let him get out of here because he's had a long day. Um, I think we've more than provided enough entertainment tonight for the show in his absence. So let's try to wrap this up.
3: Now, um, I've not actually played the DLC yet, but I've seen quite a lot of online of The Day of the, the Dead. Dead. And, and I'm not a fan of having the big boss guy there the whole time.
5: Yeah, he follows you around like you just fucked his wife or something. It's it's fucked up. I don't, you know, he's just kind of going, and then when you shoot a zombie that's anywhere near that motherfucker, bang! He comes at you and and fucks you up. I just I don't like it.
3: You can kill him if you get the scavenger uh, sniper and shoot him. He died a few times, or you can get the brand new um, ray gun. And, we're talking about.
5: We're talking about. Four guys who couldn't get past the first fucking set of stairs.
3: <laughs> yeah, and like, have you, ha, have you even uh, tried to do the Easter egg yet where the, where the original characters of the Black Ops series are stuck in the bottom of the lighthouse? Because that is the most pointless ever Easter egg because you never actually see them. So you spend about an hour doing the Easter egg and then they just fuck off. It's quite pointless. I mean, it would be better if you saw them. But no, they just teleport away.
5: No, I'm not a big of fan of that. I just like getting online with my buddies, making it a party, you know, and going and killing a bunch of other thurs.
4: Yeah, that's, well, uh, I may have I to add you that. to the list. So yeah, I would can, do that, uh, but I can't. Yeah, you can't, but I can. So I'm going to have to add you at some point, so we can definitely uh, go out there and shoot some people. Cause they'll definitely well, I know that work.
5: following tonight's episode of Unplugged, Horseman and I are putting together a possibility going and killing a bunch of motherfuckers.
3: I'm going to go after Unplugged, go to my room, and go sit there crying over my PS3. Maybe my tears will bring back up the PSN. Because I right you. now... But if, if they, they do back,
5: if they do, bottle those motherfuckers, we'll make a fortune.
3: I'm, right, I'm tempted to go get my old, my old Dreamcast, because that actually has that actually an online play. I, I mean, I'm that desperate to play online. I might go get my Dreamcast and go break that out, because that'd be fine.
5: Anyway, if you want to find me on Xbox 360, it's T-DawgWNL. T-D-A-W-G-W-N-L. And uh, when you send me an invite, let me know that you're a listener, so I don't think you're some random fag that likes me, because I'm cute.
3: Unless your name is a gay avenger, then here, add you, no matter what.
5: Hey, just because you wrestled a gay avenger in your, in your skivvies in your setting room doesn't mean anybody else has him on their
3: mind. Hey, you were the one that wanted it to interview him, not me.
5: I don't want to interview him. I don't want to interview <laughs> him. I want him to come on the show so I can call him a fucking faggot.
3: Yeah, so that counts as an interview, may, may I add.
5: Yeah, it doesn't. If he can put a penis in his mouth and he can take five minutes of me telling him I think he's worthless as tits on a man. Fuck him.
4: Okay. Um. With that news, uh, we'll take one more call if you want to call in. But um, this is definitely a TNA pay-per-view weekend. If you're involved in the Sunday Night Showdown pay-per-view picks competition, team competition, I need your picks as soon as possible. Um, as soon as Sunday is, uh, if you want to get your picks in, you can definitely do it on the Facebook, uh, website. Um, if you want to email them to me, it's unplugged pay-per-view at yahoo.com. Once again, that is unplugged. Pay-per-view, or PPV, at yahoo.com. Um, and,
5: Crelly, McGay Avenger does not work for TNA, so you can't put him as the winner of every fucking match this week.
3: Damn it. There, there goes my plan. I mean, him versus Orlando Jordan was the main event I had planned for Impact.
5: And does he wear a rainbow condom?
3: Oh, my. No, but his mask. His mask actually does look kind of like that.
5: Uh yeah we got a call on unplugged uh, welcome to the show who the hell is this
3: it's Ashley how you doing
6: guys
5: Ashley what's up man
6: I don't know uh, it was I, I shed a tear tonight uh, four left my pad oh yeah four left just disappointed
5: you know it's yeah. funny I was gonna bring this up and I got sidetracked earlier um, Kevin Nash had tweeted about his version of Thor being replayed on Sci-Fi. And he listed a link of some kind. I clicked it and it took me to a um, description, I guess, of the movie and the actors that are in the movie in a small trailer. And under the trailer, everybody was dogging this movie. Everybody had bad things to say about the sci-fi version of Thor. And well,
6: When you have Thor carrying an Uzi gun,
5: yeah, I was gonna say I saw Thor carrying an Uzi and I went, Okay, maybe that's why.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: who who needs a hammer? Needs
5: now a hammer? I did see I did see the Kevin Nash part and I thought Kevin did a good job in the movie.
4: Kevin's always done a great job. I mean look what look how he did in um The Punisher. I mean he was a great uh villain in The Punisher and I definitely enjoyed seeing him in, in that
5: but he, he definitely does a good job as Odin on the Thor for sci-fi movie. He's the only thing in that movie that's worth watching from what I saw. <laughs> and I'm also hearing mixed reviews about Marvel's Thor that was in theaters. A lot of people like it. A lot of people said it was totally stupid.
4: Well, it made $66 million in the U.S. alone on its opening weekend. So. Well,
5: even people that don't like it had to pay to go see the motherfucker before that's they can right. make an opinion. Kind of like Billy Gunn said, fuck you, you already got your money.
4: That's, that's
6: right. I, well, I certainly enjoyed it. I thought it was a, just a bit different, because obviously, you know, if they're trying to appeal to the mainstream audience, not a lot of people have probably heard of Four as a comic book, compared to like Superman or Spider-Man well, or people like that. compared
5: to the other Marvel heavyweights that are out, um, I'm told that you have to stay and watch what happens after the credits.
6: Yeah. If only is JJ had his voice. Samuel Lair will be speaking.
5: Is that a big spoiler, is that a big spoiler there? Or is that something you
6: can tell us about? Well, no. Sam, considering Samuel's appeared in the, like the last four Marvel movies, it was kind of expected. But the the thing that happens at the end of four might be a key point for the movie coming out next year, featuring all the people.
4: The Avenger it? film.
6: I'm not naming names in case you know I get considered spoiler. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. My question is, when did
5: when did uh, well, he he's playing um, Nick Fury, right? Yeah. When did he become black?
4: Uh, you um, know, they've had, uh, in all honesty, they've had a lot of changes. Um, since the since it became the Ultimate Avengers, I believe Nick Fury became black during that that period of time. And uh, they the, the creator basically said, you know, if anybody ever had to play. Um, Nick Fury, it had to be Samuel Jackson, and they immediately ran with that. Um, But I think it happened more so around the Ultimate era okay. of the, uh, Marvel. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. I could be wrong. I know Nick Fury was white during his comic days, his comic book series. But uh, I, was saying,
5: I just watched a, an X-Men series that was called uh, Marvel Knights, and it was a story about the X-Men, and it was a six-part series, and Nick Fury was a part of it, and he was white. In it
4: so I don't know. Yeah,
6: and then of course you got the new X Men movie coming up at the start of June.
5: The first class.
6: Yes, directed yeah. by the same person that did Kick Ass. So yeah, just because I you know I'm a big fan of Kick Ass and that kind of you know.
5: I like Kick Ass
6: Yeah, why do superhero characters just have to be big people? Um, Gaming wise, uh, UK people, um, there's a. Uh, thing called game fest i think chris knows game the game store you probably heard oh, i'm sure i'm a- sure
5: chris that. knows all about the game fest
6: <laughs> no it's, it's game fest basically uh, if you have a game card it's basically like GameStop, but if you've got a card that gives you membership you're going to get some kind of pre- premature that's not the right word Premier access that's it to this event and apparently you're going to have gear showing and also there was a bit of a should I use the pun, cock up with um, Hitman. Apparently some people tried to um, take the barcode from the trailer and some people got various things. Some people got the first Hitman game, some people got um, artificial tattoos of barcodes. And then we had um, some people using some kind of phone and the Amazon app and they were getting dildo bags. Dildo bags? That's just
3: yes. what everybody needs. A bag okay. of Crellie, you got a bag of dildos? <laughs> no, Trey, oh. I do not no. have a bag of dildos.
6: It's, no. it's not a dildo. It's like a dildo holster. God, why am I oh. talking like this? Dear a dildo Lord. holster? Well, what the <laughs> fuck? When oh, was the last my. time don't you, don't you have, have like this? You know, you have a sunglasses well, case.
5: Well, when was the last time you needed to be quick on the draw with your dildo?
4: <laughs> 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 Um, by the way, for anybody who wants to know, uh, s will be back right here on Sunday for the TNA pay-per-view. Of course, JJ is uh, doing his uh, impromptu strike of TNA, so you will have the Trey Dog, and you will have uh, Internet Dave, whoever the hell he is, um, right here on sundaynightshowdown.com. Uh, catch us this Sunday.
3: And on Monday, on Wrestling News Live, the Road Doggy Dog will be live so the New Age Outdoor will be complete with their appearances
5: well that being ah. said we're gonna get the hell out of here Ashley thanks for the phone call and for the sensational sequel and that foreign fucking bastard Crowley we are all done wrap us up stick a fork in us and we'll see you on Sunday right here on the SNS radio network with our coverage of the TNA internet uh, or TNA pay-per-view right here on the internet and we'll bring it all down for you, results and all the tomfoolery that happens with Impact Wrestling, so with that being said, we'll see you guys later, have a great night happy trails, I am the Trey Dog and I am getting the fuck out of here
4: U4L, unplugged with knife.